0: Ralph Kahn and Bob Murphy here at Chase Stadium in New York. As we get set to go with the second game of the current series, we play the New York Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals. The concluding game will be played tomorrow afternoon, a single game starting at 2 p.m. New York time. Starting pitchers in tonight's game for the St. Louis Cardinals, former Mets left-handed Al Jackson, and for the New York Mets, Jack Hamilton. Right now... The umpires have come out to the home plate area, meeting with manager Red Shane Deans of the Cardinals, manager Wes Westham of the Mets. Here are the starting lineups and batting orders for tonight's game. First for the visiting St. Louis Cardinals. Leading off in left field, Lou Brock. Batting second in center field, Kurt Flood. Batting third in right field, Roger Maris. Batting fourth and playing first base, Orlando Cepeda. Batting fifth and catching, Tim McCarver. Batting sixth and playing third base, Mike Shannon. Batting seventh and playing second base, Julian Javier. Batting to shortstop, Dal Maxville. Batting ninth and pitching, Al Jackson. For the New York Mets, leading off and playing center field, Cleon Jones. Batting second and playing first base, Ed Cranepool. Batting third at second base, Jerry Buchek. Batting fourth in left field, Tommy Davis. Batting fifth and right field, Ron Swoboda. Batting sixth at third base, Ken Boyer. Batting seventh and catching, Jerry Grody. Batting eighth at shortstop, Bud Harrelson. Batting ninth and pitching, Jack Hamilton. So in that batting order for the Mets, only one left-hand batter, Ed Cranebool, to face the left-hand pitcher, Al Jackson. The umpires now have gone to their station. Shane Dase has gone back to the Cardinal dugout. West Western has gone back now to the Mets dugout. Al Jackson continues to warm up. Directly below our broadcasting position, Jackson this year for the Cards has won three and lost two. Against the Mets last year, Jackson won one and lost three. That is, of course, his lifetime record against the Mets. He was the starting pitcher in St. Louis last Friday night against the Mets. He was not involved in the final decision. The game was won by the Cardinals 7-5. to Jackson allowed eight hits and five runs in the six innings of the ballgame that he worked. Tomorrow afternoon, it'll be big right-hander Don Cardwell going for the New York Mets, and Ray Washburn will be the pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, and then the Los Angeles Dodgers will be coming in here on Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. That will mark the first appearances of the Dodgers at Shea Stadium here in New York this season. And then next weekend, following the Dodgers' end, the Atlanta Braves will be coming into Shea Stadium for the first time next Friday night, the 26th, next Saturday afternoon. And that'll be uh, Ladies' Day. And then a doubleheader on Sunday, May 28th, and that will conclude the current homestand. Right now, the New York Mets are taking the field. coaches, take their post now. Dick Sussler coming out to first base, and very shortly Joe Schultz will be coming out to uh, take his position at first. Ladies and gentlemen, we invite you to join us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, at Cheer Stadium in New York, our national anthem. Hamlin starts toward the mound. The New York Mets are on the field with Ed Cranebull at first, Jerry Busek at second, but Harrison at shortstop, and Ken Boyer around at third. Tommy Davis is in left field. Leon Jones is in the center field, and Ron Sabota is in right field. Jerry Grody is doing the catching. A beautiful baseball night here in New York. We Cardinals won the opening game of this. Series last night. Last weekend in St. Louis, the Mets and the Cards split a pair. Jack Hamilton is making his first start since June 13th of 1966, when he lost to the Cardinals here at Shea Stadium 4-1. to Since that game, Hamilton has appeared in relief 42 times. Against the Cards last year, he won one and lost three. The victory was a one-hitter, a bunt single by pitcher Ray Sadecki The only hit off Hamblin in St. Louis last May, a year ago, May 4th. His lifetime record against the Cardinals is two wins and three losses. You may recall that last night, Jack Fisher's first pitch was hit over the left field fence by Lou Brock. Lou Brock is coming to the plate now with a batting average of .331, seven homers, 22 runs batted in. Brock is a left hand batter. And Hamilton's first six. Hit on the ground to second base. Second by Bootcheck, and he plays it over to Crane. Pool, and Brock has found it out. So oh, there's one away, and now center going the Kurt Flood hitting 306 with seven right about batting 21. In home runs. Jerry Buchek leads the Mets with five. Tommy Davis has four and triples. There are five Mets tied with one and doubles. Tommy Davis leads with seven and hits. Davis has 32, Cranesville 25. Pitches high and tight to Kurt flush Runs batted in for the Mets. Tommy Davis and Ed Cranesville have 11 each, and Jerry Buchek has 10. Jack Hamilton with the pitch. Low and away for a ball. Hamilton, 28 years of age, 6 feet tall, a 200-pounder. Last year with the Mets, he won 6, lost 13. From Sun, Iowa. Ed Vargo, the umpire behind the plate. Here's a swing a foul ball, back and out of play. Now it's 2-1. Vargo's behind the plate. Billy Williams is the umpire at first. Frank Secoria at second. Ken Burkhardt around at third. field boxes and out of play. Jerry Grody gave it a run. The count is out full at 3-2 to flood with Roger Maris waiting on deck. Saturday night at Shea Stadium. Here's a payoff pitch for on and this Hamilton strikes out Kirk flood. To Maris. Maris is hitting an even three hundred. He has one home run and ten runs out of in. Having come over to the Cardinals this year from the New York Yankees in exchange for infielder Charlie Smith, himself a former Mets Pitch to the left-hand batter. one on and missed strike one. Roger Maris is hit 61 home runs for the Yankees in the 1961 season. This pitch is outside for a ball. Orlando Cepeda has moved out on deck now the Cardinals. Here's a swing and a high pop into left field down the line. Harrison giving it a run, and he is uh, making the catch and falling to the surface. He does, but hanging on to the ball, retiring the side. He took a look at Tommy Davis to see if Davis was going to make a run for it, and then had to sort of run to make the grab and go down on his knees as he did, but the side is out no runs, no hits, there's uh, none left. And the score in the middle of the first inning is the Cardinals nothing in the Mets coming to bat. Say, how would you like to take a trip to the World Series? For $10,000 to blow on the style of which you are unaccustomed. That's the grand prize. And Gold score with the Mets game, along with 500 pair of free Mets tickets every week. And to play the game, all you need is a pencil. Just figure out how many runs the Mets will have scored from their first season game to the midseason All-Star break on July 9th. We'll even give you a clue. Last year, the Mets scored 299 runs by the break. You don't even have to buy anything. Just pick up an official entry blank now at your local store or tavern in New York or Connecticut where you see the Rheingold score with the Mets display. Write down your estimate. Stick on a stamp and drop it right in the mailbox. You can enter as many times as you want, which is a good idea because in addition to the grand prize, each entry is eligible for that week's drawing of 500 pair of Mets tickets. That's right. We're giving away 500 pairs of Mets tickets each week. So, in every week, one of them is bound to have your name on it. Play the $10,000 Ryan Gold game. It's a great way for a Mets band to get rich quick. Thank you very much, Ralph Kenner. and here we go to the bottom half of the first inning, Cleon Jones coming up for the Mets with a batting average of... 129. He's had one home run and three runs batted in. He's a right-hand batter facing left-hand pitcher, Al Jackson. Al's first pitch of the ballgame, and it's low. Al Jackson was an expansion draft selection of the Mets when they were formed in 1962 off the roster of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Here's a swing and a miss. One and one. Before the start of last season, Jackson was traded to the Cardinals along with Charlie Smith in exchange for Ken Boyer. And then Smith was traded on over to the Yankees for Roger Maris. So in effect, the Cardinals got Al Jackson and Roger Maris for Ken Boyer. 1-1-6. One, one, Inside for a ball, it's 2-1. And Ken Boyer is today celebrating his 36th birthday. No score in this game. We're in the bottom half of the first inning. Here's a swing and a ground ball off the glove of Jackson. Taking it short by Max Biller And all over this debate, making make it a 1-6-3. Wallaway and Ed Cranes, who's coming up. First hitting three, three sixty-two with three home runs and 11 runs batted in. The only left-hand batter in the Mets batting order tonight against the left-hand pitcher. Grainville is hit safely in his last 12 games. Over that stretch, he's got 18 for 46. That's a clip of 391. The longest hitting streak of his major league career was 13 games in 1964. Against left-handed pitching this season, Grainville is 4 for 12. That's a clip of 333. Jackson delivers, and it's in there for a call strike. Gary Bochak has moved out on deck. Out, now Jackson reads the side. I'll catch you. Tim McCarver. Out, Fish is low down to the dirt, rolling away. Swung on and popped up foul back of first. Tapeta moves over into the warning track and makes the catch. Trainsville fouls out to first base. For a moment, Trainsville started up the first baseline, batting in as though he was going to his position. Two away. Jerry Vucek, batter now. He's hitting 273. He has five home runs and ten runs batted in. Guy on the coaching lines at first for the Mets, and Salty Parker is the Mets coach around at third. That's in for a call strike. Fans are still coming in here, and there's plenty of room for you if you're in the neighborhood and are inclined toward baseball. It's a beautiful evening, and there's plenty of room. Strike one pitch. Swung on, hit down the line, foul, into the right field corner out of play. A two-strike count to Buchek time it's calling McCarvey goes out to talk things over with Al Jackson. Two-strike pitch for on. It for a second to Cepeda for the out that retires the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And the score at the end of an inning is knows nothing in the Mets nothing. Well, if you follow the Mets on radio or on television or here in person at Cherry Stadium, you can do it just a little bit better with a copy of the Met yearbook. There are a great many Mets fans who have made a collection of Met yearbooks since the first was issued on opening day of 1962. And that's a good idea because the MED yearbook contains detailed information about all of the individual players, plus pictures and feature stories about behind-the-scenes activities. This year's yearbook has something a little bit extra. The center pole is a full squad picture in color that is suitable for framing. So if you'd like a copy of the MED yearbook, send 65 cents to Met's yearbook, Shays Stadium, Flushing, New York, zip code 11368. 50 cents for the yearbook, 15 cents for mailing and handling. That's a total of sixty-five cents, and the address is Mets Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. And the banjo bands are on hand here at Shea Stadium tonight. They're helping liven these That's proceedings. And Orlando Cepeda is coming up. Right-hand power hitter. Hitting 372 with five homers and 21 runs batted in, facing right-hand pitcher Jack Hamilton, making his first start of the season for the New York Mets. Oh, Hamilton now starts to work, and the pitch is high for a ball. Playing a ground ball, and a shortstop is taken deep by Harrelson to throw to first in fast. Oh. Harrelson rings back to the rim of the outfield grass towards the bag at second, and then sidearm the ball on to Cranville to get to That's one away. Catcher, Tim McCarver, left-hand batter, is coming up, hitting 318 with three homers and 19 runs batted in. This afternoon in the National League, as perhaps you are aware, the Chicago Cubs swamped the Los Angeles Dodgers 20-3. Kenny Holtzman got his fifth win. He's 5-0 and, and he's going into the Army on Monday. Bod Osteen was the loser. Followed by Joe Moller. Egan, Lee. Almost in the ball game by Phillips Fairley. Ferraro hit two, Hundley and Beckard. So the Mets pick up a half game on the Dodgers. Here is the pitch in for a call strike to McCarver. The league-leading Cincinnati Reds chalked up another one. They defeated the Phillies 5-2. Jerry Arrigo got the win in relief of Gary Nolan. Arrigo came on in the fourth inning. He allowed only one hit in six innings that he worked. Arigo now 4-0. and oh. Here's a swing and a miss, a two-strike count. You'll recall that Arigo spent part of last season with the New York Mets. Brad Jackson started and took the loss for the Phillies. Farrell in the sixth. Lamos in the ninth. Ellsworth in the ninth. Pittsburgh Powers are at Atlanta tonight. Bob Beal for Pittsburgh and Dick Kelly for Atlanta. Here's a pitch high. And the San Francisco Giants are at Houston tonight in a later start. The Detroit Tigers defeated the New York Yankees today 3-1. Denny McClain got the win. Al Downing took the loss. Dick McAuliffe had a homer. Mickey Mantle had a homer for the Yankees. His seventh of this season, his career homer number 503. 1-2 pitch. And it's outside, two and two. Baltimore defeated Washington by a score of four to three. Dave McNally got the win. Joe Coleman took the loss. Luke Powell had a homer for Baltimore. And Frank Howard had two of them for Gil Hodges, Washington Senators. Here's a swing and a miss on Hamilton's strikeout for Carver. Uh, second strikeout for Hamilton. Two away, and Mike Cannon is coming up. In the end of two and a half innings tonight, the Chicago White Sox three, and the Kansas City A's two. Tommy John against Catfish Hunter, Minnesota Twins on California in a later start. And the Cleveland Indians defeated the Boston Red Sox by a score of five to three. Steve Bailey got the win, and Don McMahon took the
1: loss.
0: Cannon watches low and away for a ball. He's a right hand batter. Hitting 3.43. Two home runs and 18 runs battered in. This pitch is in for a call strike. 1-1. Two men out. Nobody on base and no score in the game here in the top of the second. Your two and one. Our congratulations, of course, to our colleague and co worker, Art Friedman, who today became the father of a son, and he's passing out the cigars all around the place here tonight. you get your cigar out? Well, sure It's It's two one pitch, and it's inside for a ball, three and one. I hope he <laughs> gave one to Jerry Brooks because the ones that he smoked got the call. <laughs> <laughs> Three and one card now to Mike Shannon. And the pitch is hit in the air to right field, and Ron Ploboda is there. Settles underneath, makes the catch, and the side is out. The runs, no hits, no errors, not left. In the middle of the second, it's the Cardinals nothing, and the Mets nothing. Armory Garage Albany is celebrating its fifth annual Imperial Week with the largest selection ever, of new and used Imperials at unbelievably low prices. Armory's Art Neat invites you to test drive any one of the top condition late-model used Imperials that are ready to go. You can choose from two- and four-door sedans, many equipped with the exclusive Imperial Extras. Trade up now at Armory and receive top dollar for your present car. Chances are it will more than cover the down payment on a mint condition late-model Imperial. Armory's on-the-spot financing assures fast service, You can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, home of 101 time payment plans. You'll be impressed with the prestige and practicality of owning an Imperial from Armory. Now's the time to save on the big comfort, style, and performance during Imperial Week. Drive into Imperial headquarters this week. Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, in Albany. For the net. he's hitting 314 with four homers and 11 runs batted in. And the pitch is in for a called strike. Don Sloboda has moved out on deck. Bottom of the second. The first hit for the Mets off Al Jackson. Tommy Davis just started tomahawk that one out to right center for two bases, and now Ron Swoboda is coming up, hitting two forty-five, one home and four runs batted in. Right hand batter facing the left hand pitcher. score in this game. Pitch is outside for ball. Ken Boyer has moved on deck now. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Come on and land off the glove of Jackson. East Camel's will have to go to first Does in time. And Davis moves to third on the play. Now manager Red Chaney comes out to check on his pitcher and see if he's all right. Edwin was slammed right back to the mound and off the hand of Jackson. He indicates he's all right. Catcher Tim McCarver goes out. Here comes the trainer. They want to check on Al Jackson to see if he sustained any damage. That was a shot that Swoboda sent back to the mound. Knocked out and then uh, Jackson scrambled over briefly to the first base side to make the play. Bob Bowman, veteran trainer, is checking with Jackson and apparently he's all right. McCarver's going to come back now behind the plate and have him throw one or two to make sure he's all right. The umpire supervising this operation as well. Here comes a uh, pitch and uh, Jackson appears to be throwing all right. San Francisco Giants at Houston. We have the warm-ups now. Juan Marichal, after having lost his first three starts, has won six in a row, and he's going for the Giants. Dave Justy is going for Houston. He is 0-4.
1: Now,
0: Red them out. He and trainer Bob Bowman head back to the Cardinals dugout. The Mets have a runner at third base with one man out in skin. Boyer coming up. Boyer, the third baseman of the Mets, celebrating his 36th birthday today. Hitting 208 with one run battered in, right-hand batter. For seven years, he was the field captain of the St. Louis Cardinals. Shannon even with a bag at third. Cepeda even with a bag at first. Maxville and Javier deep at short in second. The pitch is outside for a ball. Well, it looks like Red Seandee still respects Ken Boyer because he has his shortstop and second baseman back. He doesn't want to take any chances of giving Boyer a shot at hitting with the infield in this early in the ballgame. No score as yet, and we're in the bottom of the second. Pitch is low. It's 2-0 out of Boyer, and Jerry Grody is waiting on deck. Boyer asks that the ball be inspected, so it's tossed into Tim McCarver. McCarver and John Romano are doing the bulk of the catching for the Cardinals this year. Romano, of course, hails from New Jersey. Very proud of the fact that his brother, Tony, is recently elected to the city council. Across the river. 2-0 the count here to Boyer. And it's outside. Three balls, no strikes. Tommy Davis, the runner third, checks with Coach Salty Parker. Action working carefully to Boyer. And here's the 3 0 delivery. Outside, Boyer draws a walk. It wasn't an intentional walk, at least it is not scored as such. It was a very carefully delivered walk. And coming up now is Jerry Cody. As the Cardinals set their defense for two, there's one man out. Tommy Davis the runner at third, Boyer at first. Grody is hitting 186 with one homer and five runs batted in. Bud Harrelson moves on deck now. Wynn is ripping the flag out toward right field. Jackson off the stretch. Pitch to the right-hand batter and it's high for a ball. And Jackson reads the sign of catcher Tim McCarver. 1-0 delivery. Swung on and missed. It's 1-1. One one. Defensively, the Cardinals are set up straight away. Against Jerry Good, and we're getting a little action now. Down in the Cardinal bullpen here in the bottom half of the second inning. Nelson Vries is up and throwing a right-hander. Here's a pitch high. Jackson out down around for the Cardinals makes his home in Huntington, Long Island. Taking a moment now, looks in for the side. Medrunner's runners lead at first and third. Two one delivery, and it's high. So Jackson goes behind three and one to Jerry Grody. Last year, Al Jackson won 13 games for the St. Louis Cardinals, he was 13 and 15. He won 13 games, one season for the New York Mets. This will be a 3-1 pitch, but first to throw over to first, not in time. 1963, Jackson was 13 and 17 with the Mets. Now this pitch inside low and the bases are loaded. Jody draws a walk. Jackson has loaded him up for Bud Harrison, who is a switch hitter, and he'll be batting right against left-hander Al Jackson. Second consecutive walk issued by Jackson. Harrison's hitting 224. He has five runs batted in. He has three doubles and one triple. The bases are loaded with one away. The Mets batting in the bottom half of the second inning. The third, Boyer at second, Grody at first. Cardinal oh, set their defense playing. Allison to go to the opposite field. Getting it toward right. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed it. Strike one. Pitcher Jack Hamilton moves out on Jack now for the Mets. Oh, Allison looks down to Salty Parker, the sign man at third. To see if anything is on here. There is no score in this game. Strike one delivery, swung on and popped up. Scored third. Shannon moves in near the mound, and he's there. An the infield fly Carl, He makes the grab. No advance. Two away. Hamilton coming up. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hi, neighbor. At 5:45 a.m., we hope you'll be on hand for the Chanticleer. At 12:15, our theme, "Bread Modern and Dreams," introduces Farm Paper. Here on WGY, Schenectady. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Canter and Bob Murphy at Shea Stadium in New York. Still no score in this game. The Mets have the bases loaded with two men out now, and Jack Hamilton's up. He has not been up officially this season. He's a right-hand batter. Al Jackson with the pitch. Swung on and hit deep to left. official time at bat this season, his first time up in the 1967 season, he hit a grand slam home run and the Mets lead by a score of four to nothing. Did that ever get this crowd up on their feet? Now, Cleon Jones is coming up. And the pitch is in for a call strike. It is the first time this season that any Met has knocked in four runs in a game. Here's a pitch. Swung on and missed. Count of two strikes. Well, I can tell you the Pitchers are very proud of their hitting prowess. And associates and roommates of Jack Hamilton will be hearing about that for the rest of their lives. And the rest of his. He rooms with Jack Fisher on the road. This will be a two-strike delivery now to Cleon Jones. And it's in for a call strike three. Jackson gets his first strikeout. he caught Cleon looking, but the Mets picked up four runs on two hits, two walks, no errors, and none left. Scores the end of two full innings, there. the Mets four. The side knows nothing. And Another bright idea from the folks who care. Tobin's First Prize Frankfurt Kebabs for your holiday cookout. For each kebab, quarter one First Prize Frankfurt and cut one slice of First Prize sugar-cured bacon into six pieces. Have tomato wedges, dill pickle slices, and small boiled onions ready. On skewers, alternate First Prize Frankfurt slices with bacon pieces, tomatoes, pickles, and onions. Grill slowly, basting with your favorite barbecue sauce until bacon is done. The Armenians may have invented kebabs, but never anywhere have they tasted better than first-prize Frankfurt kebabs. The sure-fire holiday cookout hit. The very best meat, the very best meat, makes, meat makes the very best meal, makes the very best meal. So look for the meat, so look for the meat, with the first-prize seal, first-prize seal. 1st first
1: products from, from the folks
0: who care. Tobin's Delicious. Saturday night in New York. The fans are screaming, the fans are playing, and here's Ralph Kiner. Okay, seven, Lindsay, seven. and that's Grand Slam home run by uh-huh. Jack Hamilton, the no second ever that. hit by a Met pitcher. And oh, yeah. I remember the first one back in oh, yeah. 1963. Carlton Woolley hit it, and he just got it in in right field in the Polo ground. So the Mets on the Grand Slam home run by Jack Hamilton, his first time at bat this year, leading by a score of 4 to nothing. Jack getting set to pitch to the Cardinals here in the third has retired his first six batters. And he'll now pitch to Julian Javier, Dow, Maxwell, and Al Jackson. No action in the bullpen for the Cardinals. And the first pitch of fastball. It's high for ball. Jack has struck out two. He struck out Kurt bud in the first. Struck out Tim McCarver in the second. Javier batting... At 2.90, he takes inside for a ball. Ball two. Javier with 29 hits so far this year. He's been at bat 100 times and scored 13 runs. Has hit three home runs, driven in eight. He has six extra base hits, three home runs, and three doubles. And the 2 0 pitch is high ball three, and Hamilton behind 3 and 0. Jack is really throwing hard tonight. He always has a good fastball, but he's especially fast tonight. He's been throwing some good change-ups, too. Now the 3-0 delivery. It's in, a call. strike. 3-1. and one. Three balls, one strike. Javier steps out of the batter's box. Now gets back in. And Hamilton back again. And the pitch is outside, ball four. And that is the first base runner for the Cardinals. Maxie, no one on top of the third. It brings up Dow Maxwell. Dow Maxwell. Uh, Jack Hamilton has been dramatic. In a Mets uniform last year, he was called hair Harry. And now he has taken over the hitting side.
1: Yeah,
0: Javier not being held on by Crane Pool at first. And the first pitch is fouled off. A fastball that he had arm by Maxville at strike one. Craneful is playing about two steps from the bag in back of the base runner. Mets leading 4-0, and they do not figure that the Cardinals will be running. Maxwell batting two fifty three, a right-hand batter. And the one-strike pitch is taken in for a call, strike two. So after walking Javier... Hamilton now with two quick strikes on the right hand batter. And at two strikes, the pitch is swung on and fouled back. Ball over the top of the screen. The count stays at 0 2. Last season, Tony Conninger of the Atlanta Braves hit two grand slam home runs in one ball game to become the first National League player to ever do that. Now two strikes, to pitch back is low. It's one and two. That includes pitchers, catchers, outfielders, infielders, what have you. It has been done only two times, one time in the National League. Jim Gentile did it in the American League. One-two, and the curve is inside and high. Maxwell walks away. It's two balls, two strikes. Jerry Grody, before coming back behind home plate, sent out the signs, talking with Hamilton out in front of the plate. Two and two. Top of the third, no one out. Cardinals with a runner at first base. Javier is there. And now Hamilton set for Maxwell. And the pitch... It is in the dirt dug out by Grody. And the count goes to three and two. Three balls, two strikes. On deck batter, Al Jackson. No action in the bullpen. The Cardinals trail by four. Jackson's considered to be a good hitting pitcher. And Hamilton. With a three-two pitch, the runner going. The pitch is taken high and away. Ball four out, but it won't make any difference He is safe at second base on the walk. He starts to run off, and Rhett Changes comes running out of the dugout all the way to the foul line to make sure he doesn't leave the bag. The call of out was given by the second base umpire, Frank Sikori, but it came after the ball four call was given by the home plate umpire, Ed Bargo. So two walks in a row, now West Weston is running out to the mound. Second base was in plenty of time on Javier. He was not being held on, but it didn't count. As Maxwell became the second base runner on the walk. Al Jackson, the batter. Al has been to bat 12 times, had four hits. He has driven in one run, batting three thirty-three. left Left-hand batter. Ed Cranepool at first base is way in looking for the bunt. Boyer is in a couple of steps ahead of the bag at third. And Hamilton with a first pitch. It's outside a fastball, and Jackson was not bunting. He takes it for ball one. Hamilton, after retiring the first six-man, now running into difficulty with Wilden. Two walks in a row, and the 1-0 pitch to Jackson. High ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Ken Boyer over to talk to J- Hamilton on the mound. So, oh, Boyer now back to third. Mets still looking for a possible sacrifice. First two pitches, Jackson was not in bunting position. Mets lead four to nothing. No one out. Top of the third. The pitch to Jackson is called a strike. Two and one. Jackson taking all the way. Joel Schultz, the third base coach, sending the signs to Al Jackson at the plate. Dick Sissler is the coach at first. Jack looking in for the signs from Jerry Grody. Now he sets up. And the 2-1 delivery is hit on the line over the shortstop's head to face it. Taken of base hit. it on one hop by Tommy Davis. Javier is coming home. The throw is cut off by Boyer. Javier slides in safely. And holding the second base is Al Maxwell, and the Cardinals score. Base hit by Al Jackson, his second run batted in. He now has five hits and twelve times up. And it brings up Lou Brock, and the Cardinals got something going. Action in the bullpen for the Mets. Well, the pitchers have accounted for all five runs in this ball game. Jack Hamilton with a grand slam home run, and Al Jackson with a base hit, the drive and a run. Bill Dennehy is warming up in the bullpen for the Mets. Make it Jack LeMay warming up in the bullpen for the Mets now. Starting to throw. And the next pitch to the plate is low, and it's ball one on Lou Brock. Lou hit the first pitch down the second base. His first time up and was out. Matting at 3:28. Back to Brock, it's fouled off. One ball, one strike. Brock going. And the next pitch to the plate is low, and it's ball one on Lou Brock. Lou hit the first pitch down to second base his first time. Up and was out. Matting at 3:28. back to Brock, it's fouled off. One ball, one strike. Brock going for a fastball that was outside and following the ball over the top of the dugout on the third base side. Now he wants another bat. Max wills down at second base. Al Jackson at first. Mets are leading 4-1, but the Cardinals with no one out here in the top of the third. With a run in and runners at first and second. Brock with seven home runs and 22 runs batted in. A dangerous batter, a left-hand batter. Tremendous power to center field and left field. And at 1-1, Hamilton back, and the pitch is fouled off again. <laughs> ball going out of play, and Hamilton again had the fastball by Lou Brock. This time up high. One ball, two strikes. One ball, two strikes, Hamilton tries again. The pitch is bounced out in front of the mound. And taken by Jerry Grody, he goes to first base with the throw. Taking the ball in fair territory for the play at first base for the out there. And the runners move up. Maxville goes over to third. No chance to make a play there. The ball bounced that high off the home plate rubber. And Jackson goes down to second. Now with one man out, the battle will be Kurt Flood. Mets leads by a score of four to one. They're playing their infield back at second and short. Also at first base, Boyer just about two steps behind the line, running between second and third at his third base position. Blood struck out his first time up, going down on a 3-2 fastball. He's batting 3 3 And now time is called. Jerry Grody going out to the pitcher's mound. Reds got the early lead on a Grand Slam home run by Jack Hamilton in the bottom half of the second. Cardinals got on the board right here in the third. Two walks and a base hit. Now Hamilton's ready. The pitch to Kurt Blood is low and inside is ball one. Reds have two base hits, the Cardinals have one. Now the pitch back. Curveball hit down to short. Bud Helton moves to his right. Has no play at the plate, but goes to first base in time to retire. Third Bud for the second out here in the top of the third. Maxville scored in the play, and Al Jackson held at second. So it's now a 4-2 ball game in favor of the Mets. it brings up Roger Maris for the runner in scoring position. Ledger popped up to Bud Harrelson his first time up, down the left field line, and Harrelson made a great play on it. He fell down and making the catch. Maris batting left-handed, hitting two ninety six and the pitch is taken low for a ball. Maris with one home run and ten runs batted in. Ron Stoboda is a home run away from him in the first game of the series with a high catch of a ball that was over the wall. Now the next pitch is change of low. It's ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Mets lead four to two. Two men on top of the third. Maris with the straightaway stance. Team played as a four hitter by the Mets. Next pitch, a curve breaking over. And for good pitch, two balls, one strike. Rodgers playing with a broken toe. Has a hairline fracture. Fortunately, it's on his back foot. Now the 2-1 pitch, and it's called strike here. a fastball over knee high. By having the broken toe on his back foot in the batter spot, he doesn't stand the risk of really hurting himself by fouling the ball off his front foot, where if he had the broken toe there, it would be serious. That happens quite often to a ball player. Two and two, and the pitch. Change up, line to right, a base hit. Jackson goes to third. He's coming in, it's going to be a close play. The throw by Sepulveda is up the line and cut off. Jackson scores, but now Merit in to run down. The ball goes to Claimpool, now to Bushack, now to Harrison, and Harrison back to Claimpool. And now the tag is being made by Bushack, and that retires the side. But in the inning, the St. Louis Cardinals get back in the ball game by scoring three runs. The score in the play was 9-5, 6-3, 6-3, 4. Three runs in on two hits. No errors, no one left on base. The score
1: at the end of two and a half innings, the Mets score the Cardinals 3. I I don't know God bless America, but I do know my creativity. My creativity. Up to three times. I, Liberty be my, be of these three lives. Of these three kids. Of these three. Where was my father's dad? He loved where my parents had. Of every mountain's dad. Never freedom. Free. My cousin's my, my kid.
0: Mets had the early lead four to nothing on the grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton in the second, but the Cardinals bounced right back and scored three runs in the third. It's now a four-three ball game, and the Mets batting in the bottom half of the third. Al Jackson, who drove in a run, first run for the Cardinals, completing his warm-up pitches on the mound. He'll be pitching to his former teammate Ed Greenball. Ed proud out his first time up. He brought a 12-game hitting streak into the ball game. Over that period. He had raised his average on up to where he was leading the club with a 362 average. Frame a left-hand batter. Al Jackson, a left-hand pitcher. Al won the first game ever won by a Met pitcher in New York City. Won it in the polo grounds and was a shutout. First game ever won by a Met pitcher, won by Jay Hook in Pittsburgh. Now a bunt drive, with foul. Rainbow trying to get on, fouls the ball on a bunch try on the third base side It's strike one. Al pitched a one-hitter for the Mets against Houston, gave up a base hit to Joe Malfitano in the first inning and retired all the others without a base hit. He also pitched a one-hitter this year against the same Houston Ball Club. This time Bob Aspamani got the base hit in the eighth inning. Now the left is back, and the one-strike pitch is low. One-one, the count goes. Al also pitched a two-hitter against the Pittsburgh Pirates and had a no-hitter going until it was broken up in the eighth. Willie will got a base hit the left field. Now the one-one pitch back, a hard smash to short. It is picked up by Maxwell. He throws to first base not in time. rain Traneful now is hit in 13 consecutive ball games. That ties his all-time high. Base hit by Eddie Cranebool. A leadoff here in the bottom half of the third. It brings up Jerry Buczek. Jerry Buczek hit a soft line drive to first base his first time up. Batting 269. That's leading 4-3. to three. Going out, bottom half of the third. Ruchek, a right-hand batter. Jackson sets, looks at first base, comes to the plate, and the pitcher swung on a miss, Strike one. Ruchek leads the club in home runs with five. He has driven in ten. Once again, action in the bullpen for the St. Louis Cardinals. Nelson Brow, throwing for the second time. He was throwing in the second inning when the Mets scored four runs. And the one-strike pitch is taken low on one and one. Jackson missing with a thinking fastball. Al's record this year, three and two. He pitched against the Mets, but wasn't involved in the decision, although he was knocked out of the box. Against the Mets, he has one-one and lost three. And at 1-1, the pitch back to Buchek is over the inside corner, and it's called strike two. And on the pitch, Buchek was sort of jumping away. He thought the pitch was inside. One and two. Frame bull being held at first base by Orlando Sabeda. Javier is at second base. Maxwell at short. Shannon at third. Next pitch is swung on and fouled down in the dirt. Cal remains, one ball, two strikes. Tim McCarver is the catcher in the game. Lou Brock in left field, back about on the warning track in left field. A very deep left field. Kurt Ward, who normally plays a very shallow center field, is playing extremely deep against Buczek. Roger Mayer, shaded over near the line in right. He's also deep. Bucek had never hit more than four home runs in one season. Did that last year. Now he grounds the next pitch foul. This time on the third base side, the count again stays at one and two. Jerry Buczak. He became the first player involved in a deal that was consummated by Sam Musial. Coming to the Mets for Eddie Buczak. Signs going out. Jackson set, and the one-two pitch again. And this time it's inside. check has to spin away at two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Mets leading four to three with no one out. Bottom half of the third. Playing the second game of this three-game series. Tomorrow a single game on Sunday. Game time will be at two o'clock. And the 2-2 delivery. Curveball bounces short. A ready-made double play. Maxwell over to the second baseman, Javier. His throw on. The first base is in time for the double play. Joe so Jackson picks up his first double play. Getting blue checked the ground into it. that will bring up Tommy Davis. Tommy doubled the right center and scored the first run for the Mets ahead of the Grand Slam home run by Jack Hamilton. Tommy with eight doubles so far this year, batting 320 with four home runs, 11 runs batted in. The double came off a curveball, ball, and it was the right center field. And Jackson's first pitch is down the right field line. Roger Maris has a long run to go in the corner. He gets to it and falls down after making the catch. A great play by Roger Maris right in the right field corner. That retires the side. Roger Maris gets a hand as he comes on back in. He is not hurt, at least apparently so, as he trots in. He might have scuffed up his hands a little bit as he tried to brace himself after he fell on the warning track. No runs, one hit, no errors, a double play, no one left on base in the score At the end of three, four, the Mets <laughs> for the Cardinals three. The last hand will be coming in here Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and... And the Atlanta Braves will be in next Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader next Sunday. And you can get tickets for all home games of the Mets at a wide variety of convenient ticket locations. The advanced ticket window here at Stadium is open seven days a week. It's open 8 to 6 on weekdays and 9 to 5 on Saturdays and Sundays. In Manhattan, there is a Mets ticket office at Grand Central Station. At the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue, route. Open weekdays 8 to 6, Saturdays 8.30 to 4. There's a net ticket office at Macy's at 34th Street and 7th Avenue. on the main floor. And also at Macy's in Huntington, Long Island at the Walt Whitman Shopping Center. Both locations are open during regular store hours. In addition, reservations from a box and reserve seats may be made at all Howard closed stores during regular store hours. And also, be sure to add 25 cents to each order to cover mailing costs. Once again, Ralph Guinness. Okay, Lindsay Nelson, top of the fourth inning. Orlando Cepeda will lead off for the Cardinals. The Mets are leading 4-3, and Jack Hamilton with his first pitch in the fourth. And the pitch is fouled over the top of the screen, strike one. Cepeda grounded down to the shortstop, Bud Harrelson, his first time up in the ballgame. Bud made a good play, throwing him out at first base. Orlando batting 368. Hamilton back, and the pitch is deep to right center field. Going way back at the border. Boy, it is gone goodbye. the right center field over the 371 mark and the ball game is tied up. It was Cepeda's sixth home run this year. His 22nd run batted in. And this ball game has seen all kinds of action. Once again, Jack Lomade gets ready in the bullpen. Last year, Cepeda had a total of 20 home runs. He has 249 in his major league career bring up Tim McCarver and the first pitch to Tim is high and away ball one all the Mets at one time had a four 0 lead as a result of Jack Hamilton hitting the Grand Slam home run now the Cardinals are back in the ball game all tied up scoring three runs in the third on two hits and one run here in the fourth with no one out on a home run next pitch to McCarver is outside again it's ball two two balls no strike McCarver struck out his first time up one of two struck out by Hamilton. He's batting 3 15. Led the major leagues in free bases last year with 13. This year he has three already. A swing and a foul tip held on to by Jerry Grody. They count two and one. Hamilton at and the 2 1. And McCarver takes it over the outside corner. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Mike Cannon, the on-deck batter. And Hamilton tries again. And the pitch is fouled off. Ball going out of play over the top of the back. Stop high in the air. Two and two. Count remaining all even as Jack Hamilton pitches to Tim McCarver. Tim has three home runs this year, and he has driven in 19. And once again, the 2-2 pitch. Outside, ball three, and Hamilton has a count ball. Cardinals came into this ball game with a team batting average of 280. The team home run total, a total of 23. They have a strong hitting ball clock. Three and two, and Jack Hamilton comes back again. And the pitcher is looped in the right field of base hit. Ross Sabota comes over to take it on one hop. The Carver, a fast-running catcher, rounds at first base and holds there. Here comes West Western to the mound. Getting their fourth base hit, ball game is tied up at four to four, and that's going to be all for Jack Hamilton. Jack making his first start after 42 consecutive relief appearances that go back into last year. His best game ever in the major leagues against the St. Louis Cardinals, a one-hitter that he pitched last year. The only base hit was a bunt by Ray Sudicky, and Jack LaMaze is coming in the ball game. Well, Dave, making his fifth appearance. He has no record, no wins, no losses. He has appeared four times previously, twice against Cincinnati, once against San Francisco, and once against St. Louis at St. Louis. In the ball game against the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis, he went four and one third innings, gave up six hits, allowed three runs. Totally, he has pitched a total of eight innings, allowing eight base hits. So while we wait for Jack Hamilton to go off the mound, and he'll get a big hand for his grand slam home run in the second. They gave the Mets their four runs off Al Jackson. Let's take a look at the scoreboard. Cincinnati beat the Phillies five to two today. The winning pitcher was regal. He pitched six innings, allowed one hit, in relief to pick up the win. His record now four and all. Losing pitcher was Grant Jackson, who started the ball game for the Philadelphia Phillies. Here's Hamilton getting the hand as he goes off the field. The Cubs found out. 20 runs on 14 hits to defeat the Dodgers, 20-3. The winning pitcher was Holtzman, his record 5-0. The losing pitcher was Holstein. Phillips, barely. Ferrera had two home runs. Hundley and Beckert had home runs. Beckert inside the park. At the end of two and a half innings, Pittsburgh nothing, Atlanta nothing. Bob Beal against Kelly. At the end of two, the Giants won Houston nothing. Marichal, who has won six in a row, he's lost three. pitching against Dave Justy, who has no wins against four losses. Brown, a home run in the second, with no one on for the San Francisco Giants. In the American League, Detroit beat the Yankees 3-1. McLean the winning pitcher, a seven-hitter. The losing pitcher was Al Downing. McCullough, his is fifth home run of the season. Mantle, his seventh, and now Mantle was 503 total home runs in his major league career. Cleveland beat Boston 5-3. The winning pitcher was Steve Bailey, who relieved in the eighth inning. The losing pitcher was man. Askew, and hitting that home run. Baltimore topped Washington four to three. Winning pitcher in that ball game, McNally. The losing pitcher was Coleman. Powell had a home run in the sixth with two men on. The big blow of the ball game. Howard had one in the sixth and the seventh. At the end of four and a half innings, Kansas City six, Chicago three. Howard now pitching for the White Sox. Tommy John started. Linblad pitching for Kansas City. Hunter started. And also scheduled Minnesota against the Angels in California. So a lot of baseball action, and right here the action fast and furious. The score tied four to four. No one out. Top of the fourth. The Cardinals with Tim McCarver on at first base, and the batter is Mike Shannon. Jack Flamabe now pitching in place of Jack Hamilton. Jack going three innings, allowing four runs and four hits. He struck out two batters, walked two. First pitch, a curveball over the outside corner, strike, and on the pitch, Shannon was scoring around. Massachusetts working on his masters and the one strike delivery fastball just off the plate one ball one strike and this time Shannon was not in bunting position when Abe originally signed with the Philadelphia Phillies was released on a technicality and then hooked on with the Pittsburgh Pirates one ball one strike the pitch is swung on a miss one and two he went from the Pirates to the Red Sox. From the Red Sox to the Houston Astros. From the Astros to the Chicago White Sox. And from the White Sox to the Mets. Mets pick him up this year. On a cash purchase. One and two with no one out. Top of the fourth. Score tied 4-4. McCarver draws a soft throw. No tag by Crane Solomeev again in the set position, again the first base, again no attack. Cover with a very short lead, getting back easily. Shannon batting 337 and the pick through him is swung on and missed strike three. Solomae <laughs> picks up a strikeout. Pitching to his first batter, and we'll pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is Jerry Ducey reminding you that the best things happen from one two, 3 on the Jerry Ducey Show here on the big, bright sound of WGY Schenectady. Ralph Kiner along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Jay Stadium. A 4-4 ball game, one man out, top of the fourth. The Cardinals were the runner at first base, and Julian Javier is the batter. William his first time up. Scored the first Cardinal run on the base hit by Al Jackson. Aviar batting 290. Right hand batter in the first pitch. Change curveball. Low and away, at ball one. Jimmy Carver at first base. His base hit. Knocking Jack Hamilton out of the box. Only seven hits in this game. Eight runs scored. Two home runs, one by Jack Hamilton with the bases loaded, one by Orlando Cepeda. Javier out of the batter's box. Now back in. LeVay checking out the sign. And the right-hander sets up. The pitch is over. A fast ball over the outside part of the plate above the knees. One and one. Breeze is picking up now, blowing in from left field. This is the best of all the nights we've had here at Jay Stadium this year. And a good crowd on hand. It's date night. All the guys with their dates only having to pay 50 cents for the girls. Throw to first base again. Just a calling card stroll. No action on it. McCarver still with a short lead. Now the 1-1 delivery. Curve line to right center. A base hit. McCarver will get to third. He rounds at second base and goes on there. The throw by Cleon Jones comes in second base. And Javier holds up at first. So the Cardinals keep it going. Runners at first and third with one man out. And their batter will be Dow Maxville. Knoxville also walked his first time up and scored a run. His average, 253. Brody was out to the pitcher's mound to talk to LeMay, but now he comes back behind home plate. One away, top of the fourth. The Mets are playing their infield back at short and second base. Boyer even with a bag at third. Craneful holding against the very fast runner at first. And the first pitch is popped up in the infield. Jerry Grody in foul territory, Boyer in foul territory. And Boyer makes the call and the catch. For the second out. So the Mets get a big out as they get Maxwell on one pitch. And now the batter will be Al Jackson. Al singled the left field and drove in a run his first time up. His second run batted in this year, and he's now batting at 385 with five hits and 13 times up. Tie ball game, 4-4, and the Cardinals, was runners at first and third, two men out, top of the fourth. Jackson being played straight away. He's a left hand batter. The outfield is not deep. Got a bird flying around inside the ballpark, and the first pitch is strike one. It's easy to pick it out. It's a uh, looks like a white seagull, and with the lights here say it really stands out. Came right down over the infield, singing a couple of bond... bond drives down a hard swing and a miss right to as LeMay gets a fastball by up out of the strike zone Boyer guarding against the possible bunt for a base at third he's in ahead of the bag at third base two strike down and now LeMay back again the pitcher swung on and fouled back fastball again up around the letters on the pitch Gary Grody had moved out as though he were looking for a pitch out and Eddie Cranepool who was off of the bag at first was back to the bag so maybe a sign miss now remains a strike two wouldn't have made much difference Javier was not off of the bag at first he could not have picked him off now throw to first base and Javier who was moving toward second and had to crawl back in Gotta watch him. He's a good base runner. He's had four solo bases this year in seven attempts. Two strike counts. Again, a throw to first, but this time he gets back in standing up with no tag. The Mabe working with runners at first and third. Two strike and now Jackson. And now the right hander sets again. The runner's going to pitch a curveball, swung on and miss. Strike three, and every tower's aside. a Solo Mabe. Coming in to do the job as a fireman, getting the side out in the top of the fourth. One run on two hits off Jack Hamilton. One hit off LeMay for a total of three. No errors and two men left on. And the score at the end of three and a half innings. The Cardinals for the Mets On the Garage proudly announces the arrival of its fifth annual Imperial Week. Stop in at the corner of Central and Colvin in Albany and see the full Imperial Line. Treat yourself to a test drive and experience the quiet ride, the elegant interiors, and the luxurious extras that are standard equipment on these beauties. Let the Armory salesman show you how you can own an Imperial for far less than you expect. Armory's volume is one reason why they can put you behind the wheel of the newest luxury car in a decade at the lowest possible price. Used car sales are up, and Armory will give you top trade on your present car. Another reason why smart car buyers check Armory first. Learn how you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, where terms are tailored to suit your budget. Or learn how you can lease a new Imperial at Armory. Isn't it time to experience the luxury, the prestige of a precision-built automobile? Stop in at Armory Garage, central at Colvin Albany, during Imperial Week for the best buy on Imperial 67, the newest prestige car in a decade. Bottom half of the fourth inning, the score tied four to four. The Mets got off to a four-run lead in the Grand Slam home run by starting pitcher Jack Hamilton. Cardinals came back to tie it up with three runs in the third and a run in the fourth. Final run coming on a home run by Orlando Cepeda. Ron Sloboda will lead off for the Mets here in the fourth. Ron was out back to the mound his first time up, but that's not the whole story. He almost took Al Jackson in the center field with it. Al made a great play on it to knock it down. He then scrambled to pick it up and threw him out. For a moment, it looked like Al might be out of the ball game. And the first pitch this time to Sloboda's inside a ball. On batting 241 with one home run and four runs batted in. It'll be Ron Sloboda, Ken Boyer, and Jerry Grody against Al Jackson. Al has given up four runs, allowed three hits. Pitch back a hard swing and a miss of a fastball over the outside part of the plate. One ball, one strike. On the message board, the sign out saying So tennis tourney at the Garden. June 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th with Labor and Rosewall. Now a swing and a ground ball foul, 1 and 2. Semis and finals will be at 7.30 on the 9th and 10th. One and two, Ron to the batter. And now Jackson tries back again, and the pitch is a curve, breaking down too low and inside. Two balls, two strikes. Ron has had 13 hits and 54 times up this year. He has scored eight runs. He's hit three doubles, one triple, one home run. And Jackson at 2-2, and the pitch is swung on and foul over by the St. Louis Cardinal dugout. So the count remains two balls and two strikes. Cincinnati defeated Philadelphia five to two today. The Cubs beat the Dodgers twenty to three. Two games still going. Pittsburgh at Atlanta, no score after three. San Francisco, Houston, it's one nothing San Francisco after three. Now the next pitch outside, and it's ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Detroit beat the Yankees three to one. Cleveland beat Boston five to three. Baltimore beat Washington four to three. And after six. Kansas City 7, the White Sox 3. And the next pitch is low, and it's ball 4. And the Mets have the go-ahead run at first base with no one out here in the bottom half of the 4th That'll bring up Ken Boyer, who is 36 years old today. And with that, action again in the bullpen for the Cardinals. again, Nelson Brow starting to throw in the bullpen. He has been up three times. One time in the second, one time in the third, and now again here in the fourth. And the first pitch to Boyer is a foul tip into the glove, strike one. That walk given up by Jackson, his third in this ball game. The other two cost him two runs. They came ahead of a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton second hit in the history of the Mets by a pitcher. Carl Willey hit the first one. Round ball by the third baseman in the left field, a base hit. Ron Sabota goes to second base and holds there, and Boyer's on with a base hit. So Ken celebrates his 36th birthday with a base hit. And the Mets have runners at first and second with no one out, and Gary Grody up. Red Candy coming out from the dugout, out to the pitcher's mouth. That's getting their fourth base hit. They had two in the second when they scored four runs. A double by Tommy Davis, a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton. They had one hit in the third when Eddie Cranesville kept his hitting streak going. He has hit in 13 consecutive ballgames. And now they're fourth here in the fourth, and that knocks Al Jackson out of the box for the second time this year as far as the Mets are concerned. And Nelson Bryles is coming in the ball game, a right-hander. Al Jackson closing his book, pitching three full innings, being charged with four runs, four hits. He struck out one batter and walked three. And Al Jackson going out the same way as Jack Hamilton after three full innings to work and with four runs against him. So the ball game is still up for grabs. The runners at first and second will be his responsibility as Nelson Viles comes in. And let's check the details on those scores we just gave you. All right, Ralph. In the National League this afternoon, the Cincinnati Reds five to two over the Philadelphia Phillies. And young Gary Nolan started for the Cincinnati Reds, but he was relieved by Jerry Arigo in the fourth inning. And Rego allowed only one hit in the remaining six innings. Got credit for the victory. He is now a record of four wins and no losses. Jerry Rigo, who last year came from the Reds to the Mets and went back to the Reds. Grant Jackson started and took the loss for the field. Dick Farrell in the sixth, Pedro Ramos in the ninth, and Dick Ellsworth in the ninth. And the Chicago Cubs rolled over the Los Angeles Dodgers at Wrigley Field by a score of 20 to three. Kenny Holtzman went all the way to get the win. He has won five and lost none, and he goes into the Army on Monday. Claude Osteen started and took the loss for the Dodgers. He is five and three now. Joe Moore in the third, Dick Egan in the fourth, and Lee in the sixth. Alpha Phillips homered in the second with two on. Ron Fairley homered in the fourth with none on. Al Ferrara had two home runs, one in the fourth, one in the sixth. Both coming with nobody on base. Randy Hundley had a grand slammer, and Glenn Beckert had a home run in the eighth with nobody on. Tonight in Atlanta, at the end of three and a half innings, the Pittsburgh Pirates won. The Atlanta Braves, nothing. Bob Field over Dick Kelly. Roberto Clemente hit the home run to put the Pirates ahead. And at the end of three innings tonight, the Giants won Houston, nothing. One man shouting at Dave Justy. Ollie Brown, homing in the second with nobody on for the Giants. Over the American League, the Detroit Tigers today. Beat the Yankees 3-1. Denny McClain all the way for the win. Al Downing gets the loss. Mickey Mantle hits the seventh home run of the season and the 503rd third of his career. Dick home homing for Detroit, his fifth. Cleveland beat Boston 5-3. Steve Bailey over Don McMahon. Jose Askew and Chuck Hinton at homers. Hinton's coming with uh, man on in the 10th inning to give Cleveland the victory. Baltimore beat Washington 4-3. to Dave McNally over Joe Coleman. Blue Powell at a home and Frank Howard had two. At the end of six innings, Kansas City is leading Chicago 5-3. to three, And Minnesota plays California tonight on the coast in a later start. But we're set to go here. And once again, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsey Nelson. And Nelson browse Set to go against Jerry Grody. Runners at first and second. No one out. The score tied 4-4. And the Cardinals looking for Grody to bunt. The on-deck batter for the Mets will be Bud Harrelton. Briles, the right-hander. 5-11, 195 pounds. Record this year one win, no losses. This is his 12th appearance, and the first six to go. He has bunted perfectly down to third. He might beat it out, and the ball is doubled by Shannon. It's going to be scored an error against Mike Shannon and a sacrifice. But I doubt very much if he could have thrown him out at first. It was that good a bunt. The runners move up, the Mets have the bases loaded with Bud Harrelson scheduled up. He has been called back, and we might have a pitch hitter. Bunt was down to third base, and Shannon, who had to wait for a second to see whether or not the ball would come to him, or the pitcher would field it, finally had to make his mind up. He came in, and in trying to hurry the play, he couldn't find the handle. Now we're going to have a pitch hitter, Bob Johnson, batting for shortstop Bud Harrelson. Bud had fouled out his... First time up in the ball game, with the bases loaded, and so right here with the score four to four, Bob Johnson is coming in to pinch it for Bud Harrelson. Johnson, a right-hand batter, hitting three thirty-three, he has driven in three runs, and he has hit well against. The same to his Cardinals. He got his first hit, a two-base hit, against the Cardinals. They're playing their infield back at short and second base. Orlando Cepeda is in ahead of the runner at first. And now Nelson Browse with a first pitch. is hit off the hand foul. Foul ball and strike one. Sets again bases loaded. He's in the set position. The curveball is too low. One and one. Last year, Nelson Browse hit some good ball as far as his ZRA was concerned. But he had a record of four and fifteen in 49 ball games. This year, one and all. He's working from the stretch to guard against a possible squeeze. And now the 1 1 delivery. Curve up too high. Two balls, one strike. have their bullpen going. Pitcher's the on-deck batter. And Browse again from the stretch position, and the ball is fouled off. It's two and two. Bill Dennehy throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. Four 4 ball game, no one out. Bottom half of the fourth, the base is loaded for the Mets. On two balls on two strikes on pitch hitter Bob Johnson. Wild shakes his head very severely on the first set of signs. Now goes yet. He's set. And the pitch. It is it out to right field. Shallow right. Roger Maris charging in. He's there. And Roger makes the catch. Lavota comes down the line and holds up as Maris fires the ball in. Safeta cuts it off, and Lavota has to dive back in the third. There was no throw made. Well, so the runners stay at their bases. Roberto so hustling down the line, hoping that he might be able to go, but then seeing that he couldn't when Maris made that strong throw in. It was right on line, cut off by Cepeda. He had no chance. And the Cardinals get their first out. The pitchers is up. Jack LeMay, but he has gone back from the hitting circle. And it looks like the Mets are going for a pinch hitter. Base still loaded. One man away. Bottom half of the fourth. And now Luplo is now coming out. Cardinals have Hal Woodeshek in the bullpen throwing a left-hander. And Red sandy comes out now to the pitcher's mound.
1: Sure. Number
0: eighteen. So Luplow is in the game officially. McCarver. Jane and Nelson Briles talking at the pitching mound. Budacek has been drawing. He's warm. But Red is going to let the right-hand pitcher pitch to Al Luplo a left-hand batter. <laughs> Luplo batting two fifteen. He had a home run in last night's ball game against Bob Gibson. It was his third this year. Throw ball to third base, Ken Boyer at second base. Gary Grody at first, one away. Files <laughs> again from the set position. Not taking a there for the bases loaded. And the pitch to loop ball is a curve over, a call strike. Ball breaking over the inside part of the plate just about waist high. After Al Luslaw, the scheduled batter will be Cleon Jones. One strike count. Biles again set. And the pitch. Fastball high and away. One ball, one strike. This ball game has seen just about everything. Mets at a 4 nothing lead. None of us got the 4-3 to and then even out at 4-4. Now the Mets have a chance to go out in front. Bases loaded. Wild set up. And the pitch to Lupo It popped up in foul territory. It's going back and out of play. Ball going in the stands about 15 rows up, and the count goes to one and two. Bill Dennehy throwing in the bullpen for the Mets will be their next pitcher. Luke ball batting for Jack LeMay. Jack worked to four batters. Gave up a base hit. Allowed no runs. Struck out, too. One and two, and Vile sets again. Here's the pitch to Luplo, and it popped up in foul territory again back by the Mets dugout, and again, it is going out of play in just about the same area. So Luplo falls a strike, and the count remains one and two. All put in play, and Nelson Browse rubs the shine off of it. Cardinals playing their infield back with one man out at first, second, and short. picks up a strikeout. Now two men out, and the batter
1: will
0: be Creon Jones. Leon is off for two. Has an average of 125, he's driven in three runs this year. He's had hits and 72 times up infield back all the way around two men away bottom half of the fourth a walk, a single and an arrow over up the bases but a fly ball to shallow right and a strikeout has given the Cardinals two out, now a ground ball bounced by first baseman in foul territory, strike one Called in with Ron Sabota on at second base and Ken Boyer at first. A walk and a single. A good bunt by Jerry Grody and an error by the third baseman on a questionable play. Loaded up the bases, but then Bryles got Bob Johnson to fly off the shallow right field. He then struck out Al Lupo on a great curve. Now has one strike on Cleon Jones. And the next delivery is high a ball. One one. Leon has had one home run this year. One two base hit. Led all the Met batters in spring training. Batting right at 385. Now at one one. Ryle sets up, still in the set position, and the pitch back is popped up. Alano Cepeda coming down the line in foul territory. He is under the ball. He makes the catch, and that retires aside. And Nelson Bryles with a great job of relief pitching, keeps the Mets at bay. In the inning, no runs, one hit, one error. One walk and three men left on, and the score at the end of four, the Mets four, the Cardinals four. Now, once again, here's Lindsey Nelson. All right, Ralph, and first we're going to step out for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Driving to work in the morning or coming home at night, join me, Bill Edwardson, 7 to 10 a.m., 3 to 6 p.m. on the big bright sound, here on WGY Connection. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Garner and Bob Murphy here at Shea Stadium in New York we'd like to remind you that a big, big night will be Saturday night, July 8th Here, the annual Old Timers' Night, and this year the Old Timers' Night will be staged as a tribute to former Mets President George Weiss. The theme will be the 1960 Yankees, representing Weiss's American League valedictory, and the 1962 Mets, representing his first National League entry. And in keeping a number of outstanding personalities... Who have been connected with George Weiss will be invited. Joe DiMaggio, Casey Stengel, Joe McCarthy, Charlie Keller, Bill Dickey. And the latest two entries into the Hall of Fame, Red Ruffing, Lloyd Weiner. The 1960 array of Yankees included the likes of Yogi Berra, Bobby Richardson, Gil McDougal, Bobby Shatt, Bob Turley, Ryan Duran, Ed Lopez. And the 1962 Mets included the likes of Marv Cronberry, Rod Caneo, Gil Hodges, Frank Thomas, Charlie Neal, Jay Hook, Don Zimmer, and even Ed Craneville. The game will proceed. The regularly scheduled game of that night, the Mets and the Atlanta Braves. Last year, Old Hammerside attracted a Shea attendance of 50,306, so get your tickets early. Saturday night, July 8th, tickets are now on sale. Bob Johnson stays in the ballgame at shortstop now. He is batting number eight. Al Luplo stays in the ball game and plays center field. He's batting number nine. Bill he comes in to do the pitching and he bats leadoff in place of Cleon Jones, who comes out of the ball again. Up to leadoff for the Cardinals, Lou Brock, the leadoff man in the batting order. Bill Denny is making his fifth appearance, his first in relief, he's 0-4, and, and this is his first major league season. This is outside for a ball. Lou Brock, nothing for two, been up twice, grounded out both times. Now, swinging a ground ball to second. A big hop up to Buczak, and he plays it on out of Craneville. One away for the courage, batting on the top half of the
1: fifth.
0: Jack Lemay pitched an inning in which he allowed no runs one hit. He struck out two, and he walked none. Pitchers of record of the pitchers in the ballgame right now with a score tied 4-4. Kurt Blood, the right hand batter, and the pitchers low and away for a ball. Then he takes the sign from Jerry Grody, and pitches is in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Roger Maris on deck for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mets had a four-run lead on Jack Hamilton's Grand Slam. Home of the Cards got three in the third and one in the fourth to tie it. Here's a ground ball up the middle, and Johnson ranges over up with a place of 1st in time from the out. Bob Johnson with a flashy fielding play, ranging far to his left, gloves the ball, And in full flight, flew on the crane, flew for the yacht. And now Roger Maris is coming up. You know, the month of May is be nice to your favorite bartender, so why don't you buy lots of wine gold from him during National Tavern Month. Maris is one for two. It is in for a call strike. Drove in a run with a single right in the third, then took the wide turn, and when the third of the plate was cut off, he was caught in a rundown. Playing and a miss, two strikes now to Roger Maris. Connecticut, Bill Dennehy bearing down in relief for the Mets. Mets have the defense pulled around toward right, playing Roger Maris to pull the ball. Here's a breaking pitch low, and it's one and two. Orlando's is waiting on deck. Here's a one-two offering. And it's low, so they count's even at two and two now to Maris. The second game of a three-game series between the Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals. Final game comes tomorrow afternoon. Game time is 2 p.m. Here's a breaking pitch. Hit on the ground. Foul back to first. Dick Sistler, the Cardinal coach at first, knocks it down. Now picks it up. A beautiful baseball night at Shea Stadium. Now settling himself back into the batter's box. to take the sign from Grody. And the 2-2 delivery swung on and fouled back. A group of fans came in tonight with New York Yankee buttons on their clothing and we were talking to a few of them who said that they came over specifically to see Roger Maris perform. Part of the Roger Maris fan club. He has a 2-2 pitch and it's high and they count is full at 3-2. Daniel getting set for a payoff pitch to Malice. And it's on the way. Hit high into the air to left field. Holly Davis goes back to the edge of the winding track, sets up, waits, and makes the catch. No side is out in order. No runs, no hits, no runs, Not left. Door in the middle of the fifth is Cardinal four of the Mets four. Say, well, it should be different. Most people buy six packs of beer. Why don't you buy a six pack of beer mug? Nice, cold glass beer mug. Filled with nice, cold Rheingold. We call it the chugger mug which is a fancy way of saying beer by the glass to go. Guess the thing for the ballgame or the lake or when you settle down in front of your TV set. All you have to do is pull the tab on the cap, toss out a nice, cold glass of Rhinegold, and toss away the mug. There's no deposit. Look for the special Chug-A-Mug display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. Ryan Gold Chug-A-Mug, the only beer that comes in a mug you don't have to watch. the Mets. He kept his consecutive game hitting streak alive at 13 with a base hit in the bottom of the third. He's one for two tonight. And he's hitting 366 for the season. Left hand batter facing right hand pitcher Nelson Biles, working in relief of Al Jackson for the St. Louis
1: And
0: The breaking pitcher hit high into the air into left center. Kirk Flood comes over. blocks there too. Who's going to take it? All right, Flood takes it block just at his elbow, and there's one away. Jerry Buczak's about it. Second. I am not the first person hit into a double play so far tonight. Okay. Al Jackson, who started for the Cardinals, cannot be the winner or loser. He worked three innings and placed two men in the fourth, charged with four runs on four hits, struck out one, walked three. And Biles came on to put out the Fire. That said the base is loaded with nobody out and did not score in the bottom of the fourth. There's a fastball in there for a called strike. Tommy Davis is waiting on deck for the Mets. Strike one pitch. Foul back into the seats and out of play. Lou Brock plays a deep left field with check up there. to send to Tim McCarver for a sign. Gets it, and here's a two-strike delivery. Missing outside, it's one and two. Tomorrow, Ray Washburn for the St. Louis Cardinals against Don Cardwell of the New York Mets. And then Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night, the Los Angeles Dodgers are here. Breaking pitch, hit on the ground, a ball inside the bag, and, and on down into the left field corner. Vucek we'll routes first, he's digging for second, and he is in there standing with a double. As Brock comes up with the ball, His throw comes to third for Vucek, his first double of the season. Coming with one man out here, story tied in the bottom half of the fifth. He slammed that one between third base for Mike Shannon and the bag. Ken Burkhart, the umpire third, had a little bit of trouble getting to sign their property because he was getting out of the way of the ball and had to turn his body around completely to indicate their ball. A Carver call. Tom goes to the mound for a word with Vile. Now he's coming back. Tommy Davis here's the batter. He doubled and later scored in the second inning. Right out to right field in the third. Davis is batting three seventeen for the Mets. Leaves at second. Viles working off the here. Check the runner. Here's a pitch to the right-hand batter, and this is low for a ball. Right <laughs> four runs on five hits. The Mets, four runs on five hits. This will be a one-o delivery. And it's right in there for a call strike. One and one to Tommy Davis with Ron Swoboda waiting around on deck. (laughs) Now again, Brown set. checks the runner and deals the pitch. It's a little low, and it's two and one to David. He gets clean up in Manager West Weston's net batting order. Hey. This will be a two-one offering. Breaking fish, one out in this. It's two-two. Uh, save chased chase one. Tommy Davis outside the batter's box now takes a little stroll around. Now comes back in. And those defensively play Davis to go to the opposite field. The big gap is between Flood and Brock. This will be a 2-2 delivery for a call, strike three. Browse caught. Tommy Davis looking. Second strikeout for Browse. Second out of the inning for the Mets. Buczek holds it second, and Ron Slovoda comes up. Nothing for one and a walk tonight. But in the second inning, he slammed a line shot right back to Harold Jackson who was protecting himself more than anything else when he knocked it down. Then he scrambled to the ball, and threw Sloboda out at first base. play the same defensive setup on Swoboda that they did on Tommy Davis. Shading him a little to it right. Pitches inside the ball. That's with Nelson Browse in there. Figure that uh, they won't be getting around too well on him. we we'll is second with two men out. Score tied 4-4. 1 0 pitch, on and hit on the ground for a second, and it hits the umpire. At second base, it is in play, and now hung up between third and home is Bircek, and he is tagged out at the plate. It's a base hit for Sloboda as the ball hit up by Frank DeCorey. It is in play, a base hit for Sloboda, and then Bircek went out at the plate. He went out 6 5 2. And so the side is retired. No runs, Two hits. No errors, one left. And the score at the end of five full innings is starting with four in the Mets. Four and now. half. Garage Albany is celebrating its fifth annual Imperial Week with the largest selection ever of new and used Imperials at unbelievably low prices. Armory's Art Neat invites you to test-drive any one of the top condition late late-model-used Imperials that are ready to go. You can choose from two- and four-door sedans, many equipped with the exclusive Imperial Extras. Trade up now at Armory and receive top dollar for your present car. Chances are it will more than cover the down payment on a mint condition late late-model-Imperial. Armory's on-the-spot financing assures fast service. You can buy, sign, and pay at Armory. Home of 101 time payment plans. You'll be impressed with the prestige and practicality of owning an Imperial from Armory. Now's the time to save on the big comfort, style, and performance during Imperial Week. Drive into Imperial headquarters this week, Armory Garage, Central Lake Colvin, in Albany. much consultation, the umpires are ordering the Cardinals back onto the field on the interpretation of the rule that as the ball hit the umpire, it was dead at that point and not in play. It is a base hit for Luke but the ball at that point was dead, and Vucek has to go back to second. So the Mets have run at first and second. Jane Neves has been protesting, Schultz has been protesting, Sisler has been protesting, but the Cardinals have been ordered back onto the field. The ball was dead, no advance possible, and now West Weston goes over to talk also to the umpires. check is ordered back to second. voters on its first. So, it is a base hit. The ball is dead. Under ruling 10-5, Section E on base hit, when a fair ball which has not been touched by a fielder. Touches a runner or an umpire. A base hit shall be scored. Well, that's a scoring rule, and it is a base hit. But the ball also is dead. Lucek could not advance because the ball was dead. So now it is Boyer up. Two men out, two men on, score tied, 4-4. Cardinal's back on the field, Boyer in and waiting, Nelson Barr taking a sign from He Here's a swing of drive on the left field line, and it could be in there, and it is, and it's going to the corner. One-runner scores, Robola holds it third, Boyer goes to second, and the Mets are out in front by a score of final to follow it is the 300th double of his career. Double number 300 in his career for Boyer. So Boucher scores from second. Klavona went to third. Boyer at second. Still two men out, and Jerry Brody's coming up. Once again, the umpire's interpretation of the ball hit by Svoboda, which hit umpire Frank Sikori at second base, a base hit for Svoboda, the ball was dead, Lucek could not advance, and although at the time it was played as though it were in play, and the play was made the play, and he was tagged out, and the call was made out, the umpire, after the Cardinals left the field, brought them back onto the field, and so... The Mets now have runners at second and third after having picked up a run. The Mets lead by four. And here is the pitch to Grody. A breaking ball in there for a call strike. Boyer is at third base. A boy is at second base and is at third base. And the pitch is in for a call strike. A two strikes out. again. Looks for his side. Pitch is way outside. We're still in the bottom half of the fifth inning. And a one-two pitch to Grody. Curve Hits he's left and it stays there. It's up there. The foul ball just missing the foul pole. Going into the stand, just foul out of the left field corner. As Jerry Goody gave it a long ride. And it looked for a moment as though the Mets had three more runs. The score is the Mets' five and the Cardinals' four. Bob Johnson is waiting around on deck. Lamota returns to the bag at third. Boy at a second. This will be a one-two pitch. And Jody steps out of the batter's box. And here's a swing out a foul ball. Back of Third. The count holds one and two to Jerry Grody. This will be a one-two pitch with runners at second and third. And that is him for a call strike three. Biles gets his third strike out. He caught Grody looking. The Mets picked up one run in the inning on three hits. No was two left, and the score is the end of five full innings, is. The Met's five, and that's five, in the St. Louis Garden of Four. The sun is sunnier, the sun is sunnier,
1: the spring is ringier, the swing is swingier, with the board of all radio along. The news blues is newsier, the blues are newsier, the the songs are the jokes are jokier. With the power of radio, ahh.
0: first and second and Boyer double down the left field line to score a run to send the Mets ahead and now we go to the top half of the sixth inning and up for the Cardinals is Orlando Cepeda who has been up twice and had a home run Bill Denny is working in relief here for the Mets he's worked an inning He set the side down in order in the fifth he's a right hander working to a right hand batter and the pitch comes high and tight to Orlando Cepeda as he ducks out of the way. And it is ball one to Cepeda. There's not very much else that can happen in a baseball game. and hasn't happened in this one here tonight. Here's a swing and a miss. One and one. McCarver's on deck. And the 1 1 pitch. Swung on and it in the air to right field. Ryan Svoboda settles underneath. And he makes the catch. The slide out to right. McCarver's coming up. He's one for two, a left hand batter. The Mets have five runs, seven hits. The Cardinals, four runs, five hits. Sonny's pitch is low for a ball. Time called as McCarvery steps out. Now he settles himself back in. My Shannon is on deck. The 1-0 delivery, low, and He goes behind, 2-0. Oh. Here's a 2-0 pitch, hit on the ground towards first, Crane pool. over, up with it, goes to the bag, and just in time to get a speeding McCarver at first base. Two away, and now it's Mike Shannon. Slide
1: to
0: the right and struck out swinging. Cannon to the right hand batter. Hitting 333 for the season. Off a great start this year. is a swing and a high infield pop. at third base Boya moves towards the mound. Right up on the mound, he makes the catch. Side is out. In order, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the sixth, the Mets five, the Cardinals four, and here's Edie Gourmet to sound a high note for Plymouth's big bonus sale. Plymouth is
1: after really... winning. You know, Plymouth dealers have been winning people over like mad. So you think they'd take a breather about now. Uh-uh, they're throwing
0: a big bonus sale. It's really the big sale of the year, Edie. Plymouth dealers are offering specially equipped Fury, Belvedere and Valiant models with special equipment at specially reduced prices. Winning deals on the wild new Barracudas too. See them now during Plymouth's big bonus sale. Follow your. In the, the bottom half of the sixth inning, Bob Johnson is up to lead off for of the Mets. Nelson Blouse on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals. Johnson's been up one time as a pinch hitter for Bud Harrelson in the fourth inning, and he flat out to right field. Curveball is right in there for a soft strike. Johnson and Al Luflo were used as pinch hitters with the bases loaded nobody out in the bottom of the fourth, and both stayed in the ballgame. The Mets did not score at that time. And a curveball misses outside now. It's one and one. is working in relief of starter Al Jackson. Breaking pitch again, and this time in the dirt. Two and one. This will be a two-one delivery, and it's on the way. Hit on the ground toward the hole in the left, and it's down through for a base hit. Lil is up with the ball, plays at night. Johnson turns and holds at first. We pause for staking identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And the night shall be filled with music Monday through Friday, 6.35 35 midnight, on the big bright sound of WGY Selective. Alcantara Chase Stadium in New York. The New York Mets are leading the St. Louis Cardinals 5 to 4 that's how Bob Johnson on his first. And now Luplo is up. Left-hand batter facing a right-hand pitcher. The fader holds against the runner at first. Biles deals a pitch. Luplo low watches low for ball one. A final score. In the American League, the Chicago White Sox have lost the game. And that's news these days. The Kansas City A's nine. The Chicago White Sox four. Paul Lindblad got the win in relief of Catfish Hunter. Dennis Higgins, in relief of Tommy John, took the loss. Here's a 1 0 pitch, swung on and missed, and the bat slips out of the hands of Luplo and goes into the match I got. Dick Hughes and Hal Woodishick are throwing in the bullpen now for the Cardinals. Right-hander Dick Hughes, left-hander Hal Woodishick. Luplo is doing a little work with the pine tar rag on the handle of the bat, making it a little easier to hang on to. one-and-one one to loop low. Pitcher Bill Dunney He's on deck. Now the 1-1-6. And it's low for a ball. Two-and-one to loop low. Leon Jones started in center field tonight. Right-hand batter against starting Cardinal pitcher, left-hander Al Jackson. Johnson leads at first. 2-1 delivery. Let up, and it's low. So it's three balls and one strike. Now the Loop and he looks down to Salty Park with third to see if there's anything on here see if he's taking. Wind's ripping the flag out toward right at the moment. Johnson leads at first base. And the pitch is in for a call strike. It's full now at 3-2. Johnson bluffs to start at first. Luplo watches the pitch in for a call strike. So it's out full at three and two with nobody out. Mets leading five to four. Win has picked up velocity now toward right field. Runner goes and a inside. tide Luplo draws a walk. Johnson throws up safely at second. Well, the Mets have on his first and second. Nobody out and Jenny He is coming up in a sacrifice situation. He is 0 for 4 in his first major league season at the plate. That's the first walk issued by Nelson Brown, who has struck out three. Dolly Parker came down for a little direct communication with Dennehy. Mike Shannon and uh, Maxwell come over to the mound now for a word with Nelson Browse about how they will play a possible but. Base runner, Bob Johnson, comes over for a word with Charlie Barker. Johnson comes from second all the way down near third base for that consultation. Now, Mike Shannon, the third baseman of the Cardinals, is in on the edge of the grass. Maxwell hanging around the bag at second. The pater comes in on the edge of the grass at first. Javier ready to go to first to cover there. Now, Shannon moves way in the away, and here's a pickoff off the and it is off the shin of Maxwell and going into the center field and being held at third base is runner Bob Johnson and going to second is Luke Long well the guard set their defense but got mixed up on a pick off the tip as Bob wheeled and threw but now Maxwell was not at the back the ball bounded off the ground off the shins, off into left center field and the mess moved the runners up a base So a little confusion there on the pickoff attempt, and the official scorer has charged an error on Nelson Viles on the throw. And here comes Red Sainden, the Cardinal manager, out of the dugout, walking slowly, looking down to his bullpen where he has Dick Hughes and Hal Woodishick. Is at the mound now talking to Nelson Biles. The Mets have runners at second and third with pitcher Bill Dennehy He up there. Stein has gone down to the bullpen, so that's all for Nelson Biles. We'll have a pitching change here. Some of the crowd getting up for a stretch. A fine Saturday night start on hand here. Thirty thousand nine hundred ninety. The paid attendance, 29,079, date night, 1,214, Preston Service, 701, a total crowd of 30,990. The pitcher getting the ride in on the electric car is Dick Hughes, making his 11th appearance of the season. He had two starts, the others in relief. He has won one and he has lost one so far this year. And as he comes in to warm-up, to bring us up to date on scores, here's Bob Murphy. All right, Lindsay. this afternoon, Cincinnati, Strim, Philadelphia, 5-2. to Ex-Met Jerry Arrigo won his fourth game of the year without a loss. He relieved 18-year-old Gary Nolan in the fourth inning. And Arigo put six innings in relief and allowed no runs and just one hit. The loser was Grant Jackson, the starter. He now is 2-2. Two The big story in baseball today was written at Wrigley Field, where the Chicago Cubs trounced the Los Angeles Dodgers by a score of 20 to 3. The Cubs had 20 runs, 14 hits. The Dodgers, three runs, seven hits and two errors. Ken Holtzman won his fifth game without a loss, and he is due to join the Army on May 22nd, just two days away, and his absence is certainly going to be felt in Chicago. Claudio Steen was the starter and losing pitcher. At the end of the fourth inning, the Cubs were out in front 12 to nothing, and they just kept building it up. Home runs in the ball game for Chicago. Adolfo Phillips, a three-run homer. Randy Hundley hit a grand slam, and Glenn Beckard hit a home run. For the Dodgers, Al Ferreira hit two home runs, and Ron Fairley hit a home run. So all three Dodger runs came on home runs. Tonight, Pittsburgh 5, Atlanta nothing at the end of 6. Beal against Kelly. Flaminia home run. The Giants lead Houston 1-0 after five and a half. We right, Bob, thank you very much. The Cardinals play the end in now. The next time is second and third. Bill Denny, he is up there. And here is the pitch by Dick Hughes. Plung out and missed. Strike one. Bill Denny, he's swung himself off balance that time. The Mets are leading by a score of 5-4, to four, and they're batting with nobody out here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Dick Hughes came on in relief of Bob Gibson last night in the ninth inning after Gibson walked the leadoff man. Hughes came in to relieve and retired three consecutive batters to end the ball
1: game.
0: Bob Johnson is at third. Al Luplo is at second. And the pitch. Low for ball. It's one and one now. To Dennehy. Dennehy. Ed Cranville waiting on deck for the Mets. They've got Hal Woodishik, a left-hander, still working down there in the bullpen. Now again, off the stretch. The pitch, low. Two balls and one strike to the Also a lot of municipal. This is our side for a ball, and here is a lucky can of let's go mess. Hughes with a three-one delivery. the first base. And now, Billy Muffett is coming out. Pitching coach Billy Muffet is coming to the mouth of the Cardinals. They want the left-hander. They want Woodershick to pitch the crane boom. He has a sweeping side on motion and is known to be especially tough on left-hand batters. And so with the bases loaded and nobody out, the Cardinals want Woodershick. New York Mets had the bases loaded, and nobody out in the fourth inning and did not score. They had the bases loaded and two men out in the second inning, and Jack Hamilton hit a grand slam home and give the Mets their first four runs and send them out in front four-nothing. But now Hal Woodishik is coming in to make his twelfth appearance all in relief. His record one win, no losses. Last time out he fixed the third of an inning against the Phillies, allowed no run, two hits. So as Woodishik comes in, he catches up to date on the American League score. Here's Bob Murphy. Everything is over in the American League with the exception of the game on the West Coast tonight. That game is not yet underway and won't be until about 11 o'clock. That'll be Minnesota playing in California. This afternoon, Denny McLean won his fourth of the year. As Detroit down the Yankees 3-1. to one. Al Downing was the loser. Home runs by Dick McAuliffe of the Tigers and Mickey Mantle for New York. For well, Mickey, the seventh this year, and that's 503. Jack Hinton belted a two-run, 10-th inning homer off Don McMahon to give Cleveland a 5-3 win over the Boston Red Sox. Steve Bailey, the winner in relief, Keon had started. McMahon, the loser in relief, Santiago had started. Dave McNally and Mo Drabowski combined their pitching talents and Boog Powell had a three-run homer. As Baltimore held on to beat Washington 4-3, nullifying two home runs hit by Frank Howard. The loser was young Joe Coleman. McNally is now 2-2. Two two. Joe Coleman has won 2 and lost 3. The Kansas City A's scored 9 runs against the White Sox pitching staff tonight. That's more runs than the White Sox pitching staff has been giving up in about 10 days. Kansas City winning 9-4, nine, 9 runs, 11 hits, 1 error. Chicago 4-9-1. Paul Lindblad relieves Catfish Hunter in the 4th inning and gets the victory. Dennis the to relieve Tommy John in the third, the losing pitcher. Howard in the third, and Wilbur Wood in the seventh. So that's the complete rundown in the American League. Two night games are going in the National League. Pittsburgh leading Atlanta five nothing after six and a half, and Houston has just scored two runs off Juan Marichal in the last of the sixth inning, and now it's Houston two and the Giants one at the end of six, and that ball game Marichal is trying to win his seventh straight. And Dave Justy is trying to win his first ball game of the year as he pitches for the Houston Astros. Now, how what a chick has taken over the pitching? As Lindsay mentioned earlier, there's been enough action in this ball game already tonight to fill you in for about four days. And we're about set to turn the more of it, and once again, Lindsay Duffman. Thank you very much, Bob Murphy. He has just scored two runs off Juan Marichal, in the last of the sixth inning, and now it's Houston two and the Giants one at the end of sixth. And that ball game, Marichal is trying to win his seventh straight. And Dave Justy is trying to win his first ball game of the year as he pitches for the Houston Astros. Now Hal Witterstrick has taken over the pitching. As Lindsay mentioned earlier, there's been enough action in this ballgame already tonight to fill you in for about four days. And we're about set to turn to more of it. And once again, Lindsay Dalton. Thank you very much, Bob Murphy. Al Woodishick is warmed up. Ed Cranville, a left-hand batter, stepped up to face the left-hand pitcher. The Mets have the bases loaded. Bob Johnson is at third. Al Luplo is at second. Bill Denner, he is at first. Nobody out for the Mets, batting in the bottom of the sixth. The Mets are in front of the ballgame, five to four. Cranville. That's the call of the plate. He's one for three tonight. Here's the six. And it is a check playing and the pitch is high for a ball. He swung it around there, but checked it in time, says so played on by Ed Margo. So it's 4-1 to Sweeping start on motion by Woodish. And here's a three-drive into right center field. And one run is scored. Rickle is rounding third. He comes on to score. Then he goes to third. He's held up. Claimful stands at second with a double and two runs out an end. And that's lead by a score of seven to four. Ed Greenfield is now 6-for-14 against left-handed pitching this season. He slammed that one for two bases into the right center field. A solid shot. Two more runs at it end. gives him 13 for the season. Still nobody out and Vucek is up with one as his second and third and the Cardinals bring the infield in now. Still double-barrel action. Joe Horner, a left-hander, is joined right-hander Ron Willis in the Cardinal both end. Jack slides at second. two for the double. Two more runs set it in. The Mets nine. The Cardinals four. The most runs the Mets have scored in the game this year is nine. On April 17th, they scored nine against the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have tied that mark now. With four runs in this inning. up, still nobody out, or the New York Mets fighting in the bottom of the strike down an intentional walk is going to be issued today, Davis. outside, ball one Ron Slovoda is on deck. Two of the runs this inning are charged to Nelson Biles. one of them is charged to Dick Hughes, one of them to Widdishik. Now the intentional pass has been accomplished. Davis goes down to first. Lucek holds it second. Ron promoter is up. And here comes pitching coach Billy Muffett out of the dugout again. And perhaps they want right-hander Ron Willis. has gone to the bullpen. They fire up the electric shock. So we're going to have the fourth cardinal pitcher of this inning taking the ride in very shortly as Harold Woodischick has been in this game for a long time and he's not going to wait. He heads for the dugout right now. He was brought in specifically to pick the left-hand batter, Ed Cranville, and Cranville slammed a double. comes Ron Willis, end of the game, making his 13th appearance, all in relief. He has a record of one win and no losses. He worked against the Mets last weekend in St. Louis for an inning in which he gave up no runs, two hits. He saved the game for Nelson Biles. Goes out without retiring anybody. He is charged with a run already. Responsible for the two runners on board. He gave up two hits on an intentional walk. Struck out nobody. The book is closed on Brown. He worked two innings and to two men. in the next Around three runs on four hits. Struck out three and walked one. Tennessee is on the ball
1: again. matter
0: of fact, the Cardinals in recent years have been drawing rather heavily on Memphis, Tennessee. Jim McCarver from Memphis, Bill Gagliano from Memphis, Ron Willis from Memphis. Down the river. in the ball game and we are in the bottom half of the sixth inning. The Mets have nine runs on ten hits and no errors. The Cardinals have four runs, five hits, two errors. The third and concluding game of this set will be played tomorrow afternoon. Game time is 2 p.m., a single game on Sunday afternoon. Don Cardwell for the Mets and Ray Washburn for the St. Louis Cardinals. A fine turnout of some 30,000 on hand here at Shay Stadium tonight. Following last night's crowd of some 33,000. There are plenty of tickets available for tomorrow afternoon's game here at Jay Stadium. And then the Dodgers come in. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Thursday is an off day, and then the Atlanta Braves are in. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and that'll be a ladies' day next Saturday afternoon. And then a big Sunday doubleheader here. That'll be the 28th, a week from tomorrow. Now we're set to go. Nobody out for the Mets. Runners at first and second. Ron Pomoda up to face right-hand pitcher, Ron Willis. Jerry Buczak at second. Tommy Davis at first. Willis with the pitch and it is high. As Pomoda shortened up on the batter so to bump the ball. Nobody out for the net. Leading nine to four. Ken Boyer is on
1: deck.
0: The Mets have a five-run lead, but keep in mind they had a four-run lead at the end of the second inning. And it went glimmering as the Cards got three in the third and one in the fourth to tie it. Now the pitch and it's outside. Again, the shortened up as Otobun, and Cannon came charging in from third and Tabata from first. Mike Freeman has been delving into the little red book, and the most pitches used in an inning by one club is five. By many clubs, the last was Philadelphia, the National League against Pittsburgh, September 18, 1965, the ninth inning. Here's the pitch in for a call strike. Willis is the fourth pitcher that the Cardinals have used in this inning. Two and one now to Ron Clavodis. Joe Horner still throwing in the bullpen. Which is running foul. So the and Shannon both charging, and the ball was running right down into the gate and bounded right back up against the body of Ron Poboda as he stood in the batter's box. So the count is level him at 2-2. Poochak returns to second. Tommy Davis returns to first. Poochak had a pair of doubles in this ball game tonight. On deck, hit has had the 300th double of his career last time up. Don Willis takes the sign, checks the runners. 2 2 delivery. One on in this, he gets a strikeout. The voter tried to check it at the last moment. One away for the mess. Ten boyers about it, two for two and a walk. into the batter's box. And Ron Willis' pitch is low for a ball. Jerry Grody swinging back lustily on deck. That runner's leading at first and second with one away. The 1-0 pitch to Boyer. Runner's going. The pitch is low and away. The third to third and Burtick is out at third. Davis moves up to second. Two away. Adam Doran, The pitch was low and away. So it goes 2-5 on Burtick. Davis moving up to second. Two men out now on a count of two balls and no strikes to Ken Boyer at the plate. This takes the from a carver. Two-0 delivery. Outside. Got to Boyer now. is three and all. Tommy Davis leading at second. Three-0 pitch. In there for a call, strike, Boyer is taking it three and one. And that's nine, the Cardinals four. Now Willis steps out the rubber, turns his back to the plate, takes out his glove and is rubbing up the ball. Just taking a little breather before getting set to work three and one to Ken Boyer with two men out. A walk. Gives a mess on his first and second, and here Jerry. comes Ed Charles out to run for Ken Boyer.
1: Rudy.
0: Ed Charles at first base running for Boyer, and will doubly stay in the game at third base. At third base. Jerry Grody is coming up. goes out of the ball game two for two and a walk on base four consecutive times against his former teammates the St. Louis Cardinals Loyal did not play in the series last weekend against the Cardinals in St. Louis now Grody is in and waiting runners lead first and second there's a swing and a ground ball at second out the Bob a moment. can't find the handle and the bases are loaded Knocked the ball down, could not pick it up, and so the bases are loaded. An error tries against Javier on the play, so they're loaded up for Bob Johnson with two men out. The Mets have batted around. Johnson coming up for his second time in the inning. He singles, opening up the sixth inning for the Mets. To right hand batter. It's a swing in the drive to his last, so he's second, and it's taken on the ground by Javier. He plays over the first in time, and the side is out. So the Mets pick up four runs on three hits, two errors, and three men left. And the score at the end of six full innings is the Mets nine, and the Cardinals four. And here's. Bob- Omri Garage Albany is celebrating its fifth annual Imperial Week with the largest selection ever new and used Imperials at unbelievably low prices. Armory's Art Neat invites you to test-drive any one of the top condition late-model used Imperials that are ready to go. You can choose from two- and four-door sedans, many equipped with the exclusive Imperial Extras. Trade up now at Armory and receive top dollar for your present car. Chances are it will more than cover the down payment on a mint condition late-model Imperial. Armory's on-the-spot financing assures fast service, you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, home of 101 time payment plans. You'll be impressed with the prestige and practicality of owning an Imperial from Armory. Now's the time to save on the big comfort, style, and performance during Imperial Week. Drive into Imperial headquarters this week. Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, in Albany. Now playing third for the New York Mets as we move now to the seventh inning. The Mets with their second four-run inning of the night now lead the St. Louis Cardinals, man to four. Oh, yeah.
1: Happy air. 25.
0: St. Louis employed four pitchers during the four-run outburst. Nelson Browse was charged with two runs, Dick Hughes was charged with one, and Hal Wittichick was charged with one. Browse is the pitcher of record now, along with Bill Dennehy. Julian Javier is the leadoff banner as we go to the seventh. Bill Dennehy winding, down comes the pitch. Fastball high, one ball, no strike. A lot of action crammed into tonight's game. New York, nine runs, ten hits and no errors. St. Louis, four runs, five hits and three errors. Three times tonight, the Mets have had the bases loaded. Now the pitcher on the way. Swing and a miss. And the count is even One ball, one strike Javier has reached on a walk And scored a run And singled a right center For Faye Lewis Al Jackson Kurt Flood Roger Maris And Orlando Cepeda Each have an RBI For the New York Mets Jack Hamilton Drove in four runs With one swing of the bat A grand slam home run Eddie Crane Brule And Jerry Buczek Have each driven in two Driving the air To deep left It'll be beyond the reach Of Tommy Davis up against the bullpen, and Javier is going into second base, standing up with a double.
1: Yeah.
0: Seven, seven. That is the first hit given up by Bill Denny. In relief, Bill had retired six straight men. Now it brings up shortstop Dal Maxville. RBI's for New York tonight Hamilton 4. Crane, pool, and boot each have two. And Kenny Boyer, who was on base four times in a row, drove in one. Kenny was up four times. He walked twice and collected two hits. Here's the pitcher on the way. He checks the swing, and it's too high, ball one. Cody has come out on deck as a pinch hitter. Fastball high. Ball to it, 2-0. St. Louis has now used five pitchers, including four, in that sixth inning. Now, Billahee, the tall right-hander from Connecticut, looks in to get his signs from Jerry Grody. The 2-0 delivery outside, and he goes behind on Maxwell three and zero.
1: Oh.
0: Javier is on second with a lead off double. Jerry Goody out talking with Bill Dennehy as the count goes to three and zero oh on Dow Maxwell. Flipping from left field across toward right. one wind has freshened up considerably since the start of the ball game. <laughs> now, better he with the count three and oh. The pitch, down the middle. Strike one called. It's three and one. Bobby Tolan has come out on deck. He'll be batting for Ron Willis meaning the Redbirds will have their sixth pitcher in the ballgame in the last of the seventh. 3-1 pitch. Call strike on the outside corner, 3-2. Bill Dennehy with the chance to bag his first Major League win here this evening. Full count, 3-2. and two. Here's the payoff delivery. Reached for a drive over second into center field at the base hit. Fielded quickly by Luke Javier will hold at third. Now runners on first and third, nobody out. And pinch hitter Bobby Tolan coming up. Your right here, a quick pause for a station break. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is the literature. You know the sun rises and sets on my radio shows. Join me weekdays, 7 to 10 a.m., 3 to 6 p.m. off the big bright sound here on WGY. Connected. Uh-huh. Al from Shea Stadium. Bobby Tolan is the pen hitter, and he rips one. Fair ball right on the right field line. Going down into the corner, Javier has scored. Racing the third is Maxville. Maxville runs third. He's held up. Tolan runs up on him. Tolan picks the ball up, and able to get back is Bobby Tolan. The throw coming in from right could not be cut off. Otherwise, Tolan would have been hung up between second and third. Bell's had to make a good play on the throw coming in, which is in the dirt, and out toward left field. So, a run quickly is in. The runners on second and third and nobody out. Bobby Tolan hitting the first pitch doubles down the right field line. He really ripped it right on the line. Now, West Western has his foot on the top dugout. Don Shaw and Bob Shaw are in the bullpen. Three hits in a row for the St. Louis Cardinals. Bill Dennehy, in relief, had retired six in a row. Now has given up three straight hits. One run is in. Colin gets an RBI. New York now, nine runs, ten hits, no errors. St. Louis, five runs, eight hits, and three errors. But the Cardinals have a run in and two in scoring position with nobody out. And a base hit, and the Cardinals would be right back in this ballgame. West taking as much time as he can on the mound to give his bullpen a little more of an opportunity. The 3 hits in a row have given the bullpen very little time. Now plate umpire Ed Vargo goes out to the mound and asks for the decision, and Don Shaw will come in to face Lou Brock. Now the Mets will have their fourth pitcher in the ballgame. Don Shaw... Relieved two innings in last night's game. Gave up one run, three hits. The only run given up by Don last night was a home run hit by Leon Javier over the center field wall. This will be the 11th ball game for Don Shaw. Don has won one and lost two. It'll be the third time that he has faced the Cardinals. Hence the Rheingold Chug-A-Mug holds 12 ounces of Gold Extra Dry. And it has a pull tab so you don't need an opener. You know it's about the handiest way there is of quenching your thirst. You'll find Chug-A-Mug on special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. Checking on the other ball games, night games. The Giants got two in the seventh inning. They have regained the lead and now lead Houston three to two at the end of seven. Juan Marichal pitching against Dave Gussey Marichal tries for his seventh straight win. The game at Atlanta is now being held up because of rain. With Pittsburgh leading Atlanta five to nothing behind Bob Beale. Beal is five and zero. Oh. Dick Kelly pitching for Atlanta. This afternoon, the Chicago Cubs smothered the Los Angeles Dodgers twenty to three. Kenny Hosmer won his fifth game without a loss. Ladostein was the loser. He's now five and three. Chicago got a grand slam by Randy Hundley, a three run homer by Adolfo Phillips, and a home run by Glenn Becker. The only three Dodger runs were scored on home runs with the bases empty two by Al Ferrara and one by Ron Fairley. Chicago beating the Dodgers 20 3. Cincinnati getting all five runs in the fifth inning, defeated Philadelphia 5 to 2. Jerry Arrigo, who is writing quite a story this year, is now 4-0. He won the ball game in relief. He worked six innings in relief of Gary Nolan, and he allowed only one hit. Arigo in 25 innings this year, has given up only one earned run. The loser was Grant Jackson. In the American League, despite a home run by Mickey Mantle, the Detroit Tigers downed the Yankees 3-1. Denny McLean won his fourth, and Al Downing was the loser. In the top of the 10th inning at Fenway Park, Chuck Hinton belted a two-run homer off Don McMahon. As Cleveland beat the Red Sox five to three, Steve Bailey was the winner in relief, and Don McMahon was the loser. Luis Tion and Jose Santiago had started the game. Bud Powell hit a three-run homer. Dave McNally and Moserowski combined on the mound as Baltimore beat Washington four to three. Frank Howard had two home runs and a losing cause. And tonight, Kansas City beat the White Sox nine to four. Paul Lindblad the winner in relief of Catfish Hunter. The losing pitcher in relief was Dennis Higgins. Now Don Shaw is ready to go. Runners on second and third, nobody out. And the batter is Lou Brock. Lou is 0 for 3 tonight. Left-hander against left-hander. Now Don Shaw wants to talk to Jerry Grody. The runner on third is Dow Maxwell. Bobby Tolan is on second. This game has really been something else. Bill Dennehy worked two innings. At the moment, has given up one run, allowed three hits. He's responsible for the two men on. He walked none and struck out none. Here's the pitch on the way. Bounced foul down the first base line. No play. Third flood is on deck, and then Roger Maris. nine, St. Louis 5, top of the seventh. Now Don Shaw out of his wind up the pitch. He just pops up out towards the mound. Ed Charles comes right up on the mound, now backs off the mound, and he makes the cut. That wind is freshened up to the extent that those spot flyers are no bargain to handle. One man away, Kurt Flush coming up. Rudder struck out twice, bounced after short. Last time up, Bob Johnson made a glittering play to get him. Third 0 for 3 tonight, batting 298. Mets with the infield back with a four run lead. Here's the pitcher on the way. A strike on the outside corner. dust now. Dan Shaw turns his back to let it go, flying by. A gusty night. Now, Dan Shaw with runners on second and third, one man out. Facing Kurt Flood, the left handers wind up and pitch. A little bit high and he lets it go, one ball, one strike. Let's play a single afternoon game with the Cardinals tomorrow, starting at 2. Dan Cardwell will oppose Ray Washburn. Maxwell leads off third, told off second. thinker low outside, two balls and a strike. Dan Shaw, quiet, rookie left-hander from La Mesa, California. Two and one. Val 50 just got a piece of it. And it knicks umpire Ed Bargo on the right foot. So it has to hopple around just a little bit trying to shake the paint out of it. Even count on Flood at two and two. Blood cocks the back. Let's have the outfield just a step to left. Shaw out of his windup, the 2-2 pitch. Way outside his ball three. So the string goes out three and two on Kirk Blood. One run in on three straight hits for the Cardinals before Don Shaw came in to get Lou Brock. Into on Kurt Flood. Marrow on deck and then Cepeda. In comes the 3-2 pitch. Ball, ball, you'll have to try it again. Slow trickler going over towards the visiting dugout. again on center fielder Kurt Flood. Now the playoff pitch by Don Shaw. A ground ball hit hard. Knocked down by Johnson. He won't make a play. In the score comes Maxwell. It is now 9-6 and a tying run. Merritt will be coming to bat. It's a base hit for Kurt Flood. A hard ground ball in the hole. Johnson reaching across the body with a backhand stab. Knocked it down but couldn't gain control to try and throw him out. Throwing against the running speed of Kirk Flood, I doubt seriously he had any chance to get him, even though the ball was hit hard. So things are getting serious. The Flood's second, the run batted in. So Gagliano is going to bat for Roger Maris. Andy's pointing a right-hand hitter against the left-hand pitcher, and so Gagliano is the fence hitter for Roger Maris. Now Shaw delivers. Off the outside corner, really thought he had a strike with that one. The two runs in here on the seventh charged to Bill Dennehy. Bob Shaw is now on call in the New York bullpen. Nine to six, in New York. Here's the pitch. A check swing and a foul ball. One ball, one strike. Bobby Tolan is on second, and Kurt Flood is on first with one man out. The ball game is on the top of the seventh. The one-one delivery. Low and outside, Grody bluffs the peg to first. And the count goes to two and one on Gagliano, the pinch hitter. Gagliano, the second pinch hitter used by Red Shandy here in the visiting seventh, He put Bobby Tolan up as the pinch hitter, and he doubled down the right field line. Pitching two and one. And the curve is over for a call strike. It's two and two. fishing slab, looks in for his sign. Right-handed batting Phil Gagliano waiting. A lot of speed on the baselines at this moment for the Cardinals with Bobby Tolan on second and third Flood on first. Now Shaw in the set position. The 2-2 pitch. Low and outside, ball three. An uneasy moment coming up. Three and two. Now let's keep an eye on the speedy base runners, Bobby Tolan and Kurt Flood, and see how Red Shandings plays it. Gagliano is the batter with a tough hitter behind him, Orlando Sopreda. The runners hold up. A high fly ball into the left field. Manny Davis jogging toward the left field line, slows up, he's under it, makes the catch. Runners playing it halfway, cruise back. Now Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda has one hit in three times at bat. That was a home run to the opposite field in the fourth inning that tied the ball game, four to four. All right, The Mets regained the lead in their half of the fifth inning. A double by Ken Boyer broke the deadlock and put the Mets in front 5-4. to four. The Mets then scored four runs in the sixth inning. St. Louis has come back for two here in the seventh. Now the pitch on the way. Fastball outside, ball wide. Pepita's home run was his sixth of the year. His 22nd run batted in. Anything pulled to left by a right-hand batter. Won't get any help. Swing and a miss. Oh, what a cut he took at that. that sinker by Dan Shaw, and Cepeda really had a rip. One ball, one strike. Two outs and two on, top of the seventh. One and one count to Orlando Cepeda. Ben McCarver is the on-deck hitter. Now the stretch by, Don. The 1-1 delivery. A drive hit hard to left field. It's going to be a base hit in the left field corner. Body tool in the scoring. Flood is flying around 30. He has the green light. He will come in to score. It is 9-8, and the tying runs on run second. A double to the left field corner by Cepeda. A Mets lead has been cut to a single run, and the tying run is in scoring position, with Tim McCarver coming up. Second long hit of the game for Cepeda. He now has a home run and a double, and has driven three runs in. Four runs are in. The first three, charged to Bill Dennehy, the last across the plate is charged to Don Shaw and released. That is all the runs that can be charged to Bill Dennehy. The fade on second, the responsibility of Don Shaw. And with McCarver coming up, Don Shaw will stay with it to try and get him. McCarver has one hit in three times up. He singled to right center back in the fourth inning. The Cardinals now just a base hit away from tying up the ball game. It's over. Strike one call. Pierce Richter going to that here at Jay. Third time tonight, four runs have scored in one inning. The Mets had two to four-run innings, and the Cardinals now have a four-run inning. Now the pitch. A ground ball slowly hit toward the middle. Two check-up with it. Throws the crane through. That's it. The side is up. St. Louis in the seventh, four runs. Five hits. No errors. One man. The potential tying run left on base. So it's seven-inning stretch time here at Jay Stadium. And the score at the end of the six and a half is the New York Mets nine and the St. Louis Cardinals eight. You know something? When you're a pro, you're a pro. Either you have it or you don't. Like sometimes in baseball and spring training in particular, when a youngster starts looking so good, immediately they attach a lot of publicity. Everybody says he's going to be a great one. Sometimes they make it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes that youngster finds when the season opens that they spot a particular weakness. That usually takes care of things. A few weeks later, you might mention his name and few fans remember it. You know, you've really got to have it to make it, especially in a tough town like New York. You know there are 302 brands of beer in the city? 302. Well, that's a lot of brands competing with each other. And you know the beer that's made it to the top? Rango. How come? Well, it's the beer itself. The way it tastes. That rich, dry lager. Rango tastes good. Day after day after day. That's what a real pro is, consistent. That's the third position,
1: number 43,
0: Joe Horner. Now here are the changes for the Cardinals as the Mets come in to hit in the bottom half of the seventh inning. The new pitcher is Joe Horner, and he'll be hitting in Roger Maris' spot in the batting order, the number three spot. Bobby Tolan, who delivered a double as a pinch hitter, stays in the ball game and goes to right field. So Bobby Tolan is in the number nine spot in the batting order. Joe Horner is the sixth Cardinal pitcher. Ron Willis was the fourth pitcher used by Shandy in that four-run sixth inning. And he came on to get the side out. Willow's getting credit. For the inning. Al Luplo is up against Joe Horner, and he takes five, ball one. Joe Horner from Dubuque, Iowa, was the top fireman in the Cardinal bullpen last year. This year, Horner has won one and lost one. He won his last time out in relief against Philadelphia. Right arming, left-hander delivers. A ground smash to short can't be handled by Dow Maxwell. It goes on into left field. And Al Ruplo is on. And that's a base hit. A hard ground ball that broke off the glove of the shortstop Maxwell as he ran into the hole. Now the pitcher... Don Shaw is scheduled up. It appears we may get a pinch hitter, and Bob Shaw is going back to work in the bullpen. Tommy Reynolds is coming out of the dugout, and Tommy will hit for Don Shaw. ball players are getting the night off in on this one. This has been the kind of wild fear pitcher that the managers call on all of the reserve strings. So Tommy Reynolds is coming up to hit for Don Shaw. And this will have a new pitcher as we go to the eighth inning. Don Shaw came in after Bill Dennehy gave up three hits in a row in the seventh. Dennehy has started off in great style, retiring sixth in a row. Bundled by Tommy. Hunter off the mound. The play has to go to first. Pepeta handling the throw. Moving over to second goes Al Luslo. Ball was dropped by Cepeda, but the play has been completed, according to Billy Wood. So Tommy Reynolds gets his job done. as he tries to help build a run by running Al Lutlow over. The end of the sixth inning, the Mets were ahead nine to four. They had a five-run lead. You didn't think in terms of an insurance run then, but you certainly do now. Eddie Cranepool is up. Eddie doubled two runs in his last time at bat. He has two for four tonight. The sidearm left-hander misses the outside corner. He's got to be a tough pitcher for a left-hand hitter in particular. Eddie Cranebool with his two for four tonight has raised his batting average to 370s. up in pitching position, misses outside, 2-0 on Ed train dual. New York, nine runs, 11 hits and no error. St. Louis, eight runs, 10 hits and three errors. And that's had a four-run lead at the end of the second and a five-run lead at the end of the sixth. Their lead now has been cut to a single run. This is the kind of ball game where you have to stick in there and really battle it through. Time for all that gust of wind picks the loose dirt up off the skin part of the diamond and then brings it flying across the infield. Jerry Buchack waiting on deck. Now the pitch fouled off, back toward the visiting dugout. Two balls and a strike. Well, the Mets have seen six Cardinal pitchers here this evening, and there's another warming up. The Mets will have Bob Shaw in the ball game of the eighth inning. Swinging a Mets back, Bull, two and two. Now has Steve Carlton heating up in the bullpen. Two balls, two strikes on Greenville. And the pitch on the way is foul back over the upright screen into the crowd. The count stays two and two. Jack Fisher is throwing in the bullpen. I believe Jack's just loosening up out there. He worked six and a third last night. Some pitchers will not throw the next night. They wait until that second night. Others like to work the next night for a few minutes. And a foul pop-up back over the screen. No play for McCarver. The count stays two and two. As Crane Bull hangs in there in his battle against a fat arming left-hander. Eddie has done very well against left-hand pitching so far this year. Eddie Green will have had six hits in fifteen times of The two two pitch, and he pops it up down the first baseline. Potato crosses the line into foul ground and snags it for the off. Killing away on the last of the seventh inning, we have Jerry Bucha. Jerry has two doubles in four times. And he pops it up down the first baseline. So Peter crosses the line into foul ground and thanks it for the off. Two men away in the last of the seventh inning, now Jerry Bucuk. Jerry. Jerry has two doubles okay. in four times at bat. Jerry has driven two runs in. So Bucuk is hitting 286 and Jerry now has 12 RBIs. Eddie crane rule, the club leader, was 13. The pitcher on the way. A ground ball bounces short. Maxwell grabs the hop. Throws across with the plate on the side. is out. Well, the Mets threatened but failed to score in their half of the seventh. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of seven, it's the New York Mets nine and the St. Louis Cardinals eight. And the major leagues today, Cincinnati over Philadelphia. Five to two. Jerry Arrigo, the winner at relief. Grant Jackson, the loser. The Chicago Cubs, 20. The Los Angeles Dodgers, 3. Holtzman, the winner. Osteen, the loser. Cubs hit three homers. The Dodgers hit three. Tonight at the end of eight, the Pirates lead the Atlanta Braves 6-2. to two. That game was held up for a while because of rain. Al McBean has relieved Bob Deal in the eighth. Billy Hitchcock has used three pitchers, Dick Kelly, Jay Ritchie, and Phil Necro. They're in the last of the ninth inning now in Houston. The Giants with Marichal shooting for his seventh straight, lead the Houston Astros 3 to 2 Justy started for Houston, Snyder in the eighth, and Ramon in the ninth. In the American League, Mickey Mantle hit number seven this year and 5 3 altogether. But the Tigers and Denny McLean beat the Yankees 3-1 with Al Downing the loser. Dick McAuliffe homered for Detroit. In the 10th inning with Don McMahon on in relief, Chuck Hinton of Cleveland hit a two-run two homer. To win it for Cleveland, 5-3 to three, over Boston, Steve Bailey was the winner in relief. Brooks Powell had the big hit, a three-run homer, as the Orioles shaded Washington 4-3. to three. Starter Dave McNally got the win, and starter Joe Coleman was the loser. Frank Howard hit his sixth and seventh home runs of the year in a losing cause. And tonight the A's beat the White Sox 9-4, Paul Lindblad, who came out in the fourth in relief of Catfish Hunter, was the winner. Dennis Siggins, who replaced Tommy John in the third, was the loser. And here are the warm-ups for the game on the West Coast tonight. Dean Chance, who's won six in a row, he lost his first start, will be on the mound for Minnesota against his old teammates, the California Angels, and the Angels will be pitching Nick Wilhite. Now Bob Shaw comes in the game in relief. This will be Bob's ninth appearance of the year. He started three ball games, then went to the bullpen on the 2nd of May. And this will be his sixth straight relief appearance. Bob relieved in last night's game, working two thirds of an inning. And he has a tough job on his hands trying to protect a one run lead over the last two innings. Third baseman Mike Shannon is up against Bob Shaw as we go to the eighth inning. Foul ball, just got a piece of it, strike one. The Cardinals tomorrow, a day game at two, and then the Dodgers, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. Tuesday night should be a great fun night here at the ballpark. It'll be the first annual fraternal night, and we'll have some 25,000 members of the Masons and Knights of Columbus organizations in attendance. We pitch to Shannon, reach for a pop fly into short left. Bob Johnson funners out into the outfield and takes it for the out. Shannon beats Bob Shaw and the New York Mets. Shaw was not the loser of ball game. In St. Louis, when Shaw fooled him with a great pitch of curveball with a kind of one and two, Mike Thuris batted the ball and singled the left, driving two runs in, and it won the ball game. That was a similar pitch, and he almost pulled it off for a base hit. Johnson was able to get under it and take it for the out. Julian Javier has had a good series. Tonight he has reached on a walk, single to right center and double to left. Pitch by Shaw, inside, letter high, ball one. Javier with his two for two on a walk tonight has raised his average up over 300. He's now hitting 304. And all that means is is that the first seven hitters in the Cardinal lineup are batting 300 or more. That's not a bad thing to have going for you. Lou Brock, Kurt Flood, Roger Maris, Orlando Cepeda, Tim McCarver, Mike Shannon, and Julian Javier, all up over 300. Now to wind up by Shaw, Dan comes pitcher, a grounder, whacked foul down the third baseline. One ball and one strike on Javier. With the exception of the Mets, the other ball clubs, the Cardinals who played in the National League, they see a lot of left hand pitching. And that helps in particular a hitter like Javier, who is not too strong against right-handers, but is very strong against left hand pitching. Hitters like Lou Brock, Roger Maris, Tim McCarver. Cardinals were on a six-game road trip a couple of weeks ago, and for six games in a row, they faced a starting left-hander. The 1-1 pitch. And it's inside, ball 2-2-1. Two, two one. one out, nobody on. We're in the eighth. New York clinging to a one-run lead. It's 9-8. to eight. off the end of the bat. We have seen 11 pitchers in this game tonight. The Mets have used five and the Cardinals have used six. The Little Red Book of Baseball says that the record for most pitchers used in the game by both clubs, the Major League record is 14. 14. So this game is just three shy of that record. Land foul down the left field line. Hanging curveball that was ripped by Javier, and it was fouled a couple of yards. The last time that 14 pitchers were used in one ball game was in 1961, an American League game between the Indians and the A's. Last time in the National League was 1959, Cincinnati and Milwaukee. The 2-2 pitch. Ooh, just missed a little bit higher. The spring is out 3-2. and walk count on Javier, and now Julian wants the uh, Rosenbach. This is already a three-hour ball game, but... There have not been any dull moments. Shaw cranks up. The 3-2 pitch. A little blue pit off the bat down toward first. It could be trouble. Throwing the Shaw. He can't beat him. And it's onward the base. hit out of the air with one of the funniest hits you've ever seen. Darrell made a good pitch, he jammed the batter, hit him right on the fifth, the ball was a little bloop down towards Crane Poole, not high enough for Crane Poole to get under and catch in the air. He had to grab it on the hop, wait for Shaw to get over there, and Bob couldn't get there in time, and all you can do is score at a base in. For out of here, that's three in a row. Now Dave Ricketts is going to hit for Dow Maxwell. left-handed good. batting catcher, good. who's had three hits and five times up as a pinch hitter, He's going to bat for Dal maxville left-hand hitter against Bob Shaw. Cardinals now have the tying run on first, one man out. Dow maxville had one for two and a walk in the game. Ricketts had a punishing pinch hit against New York in the series of St. Louis. Here's the pitch by Shaw. Swing and a miss strike one. Eddie Crane's old holding against Javier, a fast man at first. They're for now, even. Each team has 11. Ricketts forced Javier, and uh, then uh, Bob Gibson pinch ran for Ricketts and went to third, on Bobby Tolan's base hit. Tolan batting for pitcher Ron Willis. So that brought Lou Brock up with runners at first and third and two out, top half of the eighth. Cardinals got a good break on the base hit by Julian Javier. He blooped one down towards first, not high enough to be caught in the air and beat it out for an infield hit. Now they have the fine run 90 feet away. Runners on first and third, two down, and Brock coming up. Lou has gone over four this evening. Brock hitting three twenty one. Runners at the corners, two down. In comes the pitch. Ground ball hit toward the middle. It's going to be a base hit to tie the ball game. Gibson is coming in to score. Dolan racing on to third, and this ball game is tied nine to nine. Rocketing the first pitch right up the middle. Now the batter is Kurt Flood, and he has a chance to put St. Louis into the lead. Runners at first and third. One run is in, tying the ball game on three hits here on the top of the eighth inning. Shaw takes the sign from Grody. Blood got a base hit. His last time up, he has one for four. Now, Grody going out to talk with Bob Shaw. So twice in this game tonight, the Mets have lost big leads. They were ahead four to nothing. The Cardinals came back to tie it four to four. They were ahead nine to four, and the Cardinals have come back to tie it again. One ball and no strikes on Kirk Flood. Well, the pitchers of record now Joe Horner and Bob Shaw. Now the stretch by Shaw. And the pitch to Flood, a curve outside, ball two. It's two balls and no strikes. Cardinal pitcher Joe Horner is due to bat next, and Alex Johnson has come out on deck. Larry Jaster is warming up now in the St. Louis bullpen. Nothing going in the Mets bullpen. Now the pitch. Strength on the outside corner, 2-1. and And now it's Kurt Flood's turn to have the ball examined. balls and one strike. Bobby here, reached on a blue thin field hit with one down. The following hits by Bobby Tolan and Lou Brock have both been well hit up the middle. It's two and one on Flood, and the pitch by Bob Shaw curved outside and low. Ball three. Johnson, the on-deck batter, to bat for the pitcher, if needed. Shaw behind on the count to flood three and one. Now the stretch. The three-one delivery, fastball over, a strike, and it's three and two. certain didn't like call. He spins out of the batter's spot. A big pitch coming up. Runners at first and third. The game tied nine to nine. Two men out. Kurt flood the batter, and it's three and two. Shaw works off the strip. Now the pitch. Ground ball bounced toward the middle. Bruchek up with the ball. Throws the first to tie the draft. Ball oh, was hit toward the middle, but Bruchek was Johnny on the spot. He tossed him out. One run. Three hits. No airs, two left on. The end of seven and a half innings, the Cardinals nine, the Mets nine. Armory Garage proudly announces the arrival of its fifth annual Imperial Week. Stop in at the corner of Central and Colvin in Albany and see the full Imperial line. Treat yourself to a test drive and experience the quiet ride, the elegant interiors, and the luxurious extras that are standard equipment on these duties. Let the Armory salesman show you how you can own an Imperial for far less than you expect. Armory's volume is one reason why they can put you behind the wheel of the newest luxury car in a decade at the lowest possible price. Used car sales are up, and Armory will give you top trade on your present car. Another reason why smart car buyers check Armory first. Learn how you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, where terms are tailored to suit your budget. Or learn how you can lease a new Imperial at Armory. Isn't it time to experience the luxury, the prestige of a precision gold automobile? Stop in at Armory Garage, central at Colvin, Albany, nearing Imperial Week for the best buy on Imperial 67, the newest prestige car in a decade. Bottom half of the eighth inning, Eddie Brassou goes to shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals. And Tommy Davis will be leading off against left-hander Joe Hunter. Final scores in the National League. Pittsburgh defeated Atlanta 6-2. Bob Beale won his sixth game of the year without a loss. Dick Kelly was the loser. McBean relieved in the eighth inning, and Roberto Clemente had a home run. Good crowd tonight in Atlanta, 33,883. And Juan Marichal again went all the way, winning his seventh straight complete game victory. As the Giants beat Houston 3-2. Dave Justy was the loser. Outside to Tommy Davis, ball one. So everything is over in the National League except the wild one here. It was Cincinnati over Philadelphia, five to two. The Cubs beat the Dodgers 20-3. Swing and a miss by Tommy, one ball, one strike. Tonight, Pittsburgh topped Atlanta six to two, and the Giants beat the Astros three to two. Everything is over in the American League except the game on the West Coast. The 1-1 pitch by Horner, strike on the outside corner, one ball and two strikes. Joe Horner starting his second inning of relief work, side-arming, left-hander. In the American League, Detroit beat the Yankees 3-1, McLean won. Downing was the loser. Cleveland 5-3 in 10 innings on a 10th inning homer by Chuck Hinton. They beat the Red Sox. Baltimore 4, Washington 3. McNally the winner and Coleman the loser. Book Powell had a big three-run homer. Kansas City beats the White Sox tonight 9-4 to with Paul Lindblad the winner. A swing and a miss He struck him out. And Joe Hunter strikes out Tommy Davis.
1: Right builder. Ron Swoboda. Number
0: four. Ron Flaboda coming up. Ron has one for three and has reached a watch. John got his face hit in the midst of a controversy back in the fifth inning. But the rule was down solid in black and white. He hit a shot off the mound that hit the umpire. And it's a strike on the outside corner. The rule book says that the ball is dead when a ball hits an umpire before passing an infielder other than the pitcher. Now the pitcher on the way. It's over for a call strike two. Last of the eighth inning, nine to nine. One out, nobody on. As Joe Horner, comes out of the windup. Now the pitch, off the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. Ed Charles is waiting on deck. Ed came in the game as a runner for Ken Boyer back in the sixth inning. At that time, the Mets had gone ahead 9-4. to four. Swinging and a miss. He struck him out. Now Charles will be hitting for the first, first
1: time. And Charles. Number 24.
0: Ken Boyer had a good night. Kenny was up four times, but on base four times with two walks, a single, and a double. After the Mets had taken a five-run lead... Ed Charles came in as the runner, so he's up for the first time. Just off the outside corner, one ball and no strike. Pitch by the left-hander, a foul ball, Hit back upstairs over our broadcasting booth, one ball, one strike. Have used six pitchers tonight, in the Mets of use five. The 1 1 delivery outside, two balls and a strike. St. Louis had four pitchers in the sixth inning, with the Mets scored four runs for the second time in the game. The 2 1 delivery. Fly in the left center field. Flood racing in now starts to slow up, and Bert Flood takes it for the out. And Joe Hunter retires to Mets 1, 2, 3 in the last of the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. At the end of eight, the St. Louis Cardinals nine and the New York Mets nine. This is Victor Borg with a special report from CARE on Food for Life and Hope. In this country of ours, where food is so plentiful, we often forget that there are places on earth where people have little or nothing at all to sustain them. Millions suffer hunger and despair for the lack of just enough food with which to survive. Yes, in many areas, poverty exists. Orphans, refugees, the sick and aged go hungry. Food sources are destroyed during earthquakes, floods, and war. In Latin America, Asia, and Africa, men, women, and children need help today to give them hope for tomorrow. Care Food Crusade continues to serve this need by sending one-dollar packages of life-giving food delivered in the name of the sender. You can bring life and hope to the needy by sending dollars to Care Food Crusade. Tied nine to nine, and Alex Johnson is batting for Joe Horner to lead off the night. Three and a miss strike one. Alex, an outfielder, big, strong, right-handed batter, batting for Joe Horner. For the Cardinals, will have their seventh pitcher in the ball game in the last of the ninth inning. They're warming up Larry Jaster. Now Shaw over the head, down comes the arm. Curve just missed the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Now Bob Shaw fingers the Rosenbag bag. Let's have the infield to step to left against Johnson. The outfield playing deep. Now Shaw delivers one and one. Ground ball hit toward the hole, and it goes on through for a base hit the left field. Johnson around first will the hold there as Davis flips it back in. He hit down on that ball. It took a long, high skip over to the outstretched glove of Ed Charles and on through the hole for a base hit for the Cardinals. Their 14th hit of the ball game, and Mr. Orlando Cepeda is coming up. Cepeda homered in the fourth inning to tie the game four to four. Then delivered a punishing double in the seventh inning to pull the Cardinals within a single run. Now the pitcher on the way. It's over at the knees, strike one. (laughs) Pepeta hitting 378. Three RBIs tonight, raising his total to 24. In comes the pitch to him. Inside, one ball, one strike. Tim McCarver on deck, and then Mike Shannon. St. Louis, nine runs, 14 hits and three errors. New York, nine runs, 11 hits, no errors. Johnson leading off first. Hit foul, he went after a bad pitch that broke far outside and just nicked it on the end of the bat. One ball and two strikes. St. Louis had traded away Bill White to Philadelphia. They were in trouble at first base when the season opened last year. But about a month into the season, they traded Ray Sadecki for Orlando Cepeda. Way inside, he gets away from Jerry Grody. Johnson races to the second, takes the turn, and then stops. That's a wild pitch charge to Bob Shaw. It was high inside. Cepeda had to bail out trying to get away from it. And Cepeda immediately wants the ball looked at by Ed Vargo. Now the Cardinals have the potential leading run in scoring position. And the count is two balls and two strikes. Bob Shaw, up in the set position, delivers. A line drive, a base hit down the left field line, rolling all the way down into the corner. Johnson is in the score to put St. Louis in front on the double by Cepeda. His third extra base hit of the ballgame. And St. Louis, for the first time tonight, has gone in front. They now lead 10 to 9. Ball game for Cepeda. Cepeda now has two doubles and a home run and has driven four runs in. That brings up Tim McCarver. Nobody out. McCarver has one for four this evening. Now the pitch by Curve inside. It's ball left. And no strikes on Tim McCarver. St. Louis coming from far behind. They were trailing 9-4 at the end of six innings. Now the pitch. A high fly well hit to right center. Luplo cruising to his glove side is under it. Makes the catch. Cepeda tags he's on his way to third. The throw will not be in time and Cepeda goes into third after the catch. now will be trying to pick up the insurance tally. Sepeda on third with one down. And Mike Shannon coming up. Mike is 0 for 4 tonight. Shannon hitting 329. And now the Mets will bring the infield in and Grody goes out to talk to Bob Shaw. Bob Shaw came on in the eighth inning. Bob has now given up two runs. Allowed five hits. Now Grody glancing to the dugout to see how West Western wants to play it. Javier here is the on-deck batter. He's had a hot hand in this ball game with three for three and a walk. And now Ed Vargo walks over. I believe we want a defensive change. Westrom wants Don Bysh in the ball game as a defensive move. The Mets are in a position here where they need a strong throwing arm on a fly ball hit the left field. And I believe Tommy Davis will be coming out. Loop Low will move to left, and Bosch will go to center. With a runner on third and one out, and it could be a very big run. Loop Low will go to left. Bosch comes in play center, and Tommy Davis comes out. Your attention, please. Number 17, Don Bosch, now playing center field. Tommy Davis had a batting turn in the eighth inning, so... Very unlikely he would be coming up in the last of the ninth inning. The hitter is Mike Shannon. The infield is in tight on the edge of the carpet. Now the stretch by Shaw. Here's the pitch on the way. A ground ball bounced off the glove of Johnson on into center field at base. In the score, Orlando Cepeda, and the Cardinals have a two-run lead. Cepeda applauding as he runs to the dugout. Boy, is he happy. He has had some kind of a night. Against the drawn-in infield, that ball was just beyond the reach of Bob Johnson. Number
1: 25.
0: They sit in an RBI for Mike Shannon. The Cardinals as a team are really hitting. First seven men in the Cardinal lineup hitting over three hundred. As an example in this game tonight, seven different players have at least one RBI. Now how the air the batter, fouls it off strike one. Papeda, the big gun in the attack, with two doubles and a home run and four RBIs. The only other Cardinal player with more than one run batted in is Kurt Flood. He has two. Now to stretch by Shaw. Here's the pitch on the way, a swing and a miss at a curveball. Julian Javier has three for three tonight and has reached on a walk. And he's raised his batting average up over 300. He's now hitting 311. So it's St. Louis 11, New York 9, and we're in the ninth inning. One man away. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him with a breaking ball. And that'll bring up Eddie Brassou. Eddie's first time up at Shea Stadium in a Cardinal uniform. Pitched by Shaw, and Eddie has to hit the dirt to get out of the way. Ball one. In the bottom half of the night, New York will have Jerry Grody, Bob Johnson, and Al Luplo coming up. Now Shaw checks his runner. And the curve is over a strike, one ball, one strike. Unless the Mets can rally and win this one, they will have to suffer their bitterest defeat of the year. Two runs in. Now the fastball for a strike, one ball and two strikes. Here on the ninth, the Cardinals have scored two runs on three hits. St. Louis will have a new pitcher pitching in the last of the ninth inning. And the breaking ball just off the outside corner. The two runs scored here in the ninth inning belong to relief pitcher Joe Horner. Horner pitching two innings of relief. And he has pitched well. He pitched the seventh and eighth. Allowed no runs, just one hit. Walked none and struck out two, and He stands to get the wind if the lead is protected. Now the pitch is over. Strike three calls. Ed Sue didn't like the call, and he argues with umpire Ed Vargo. So the side is out in the ninth, but the Cardinals scored two runs on three hits. No errors. And one left on. And at the end of eight and a half innings, the score, the St. Louis Cardinals 11, and the New York Mets 9. Now here's a word from Rheingold had $200 in a plane ticket when we went to New York, and it was it all looked like it was just happening, just, you know,
1: like I would have wanted it to, but it's a, it's a hard town. No, I
0: think it's a, it's a simple town. If you have any qualities at all to offer. People like new faces, and uh, if they like yours, you're great.
1: If not... <laughs> Every place I go, they want me to have experience, and I can't get any more experience unless I do get a job. and thus, I am stuck. Uh, it just You've got to know what you're doing. Uh, either you're good or you're not. And this time...
0: Inning. left-hander Larry Jaster from Midland, Michigan, coming on to hurl for the Cardinals. Larry, as a starter this year, has won two, beating the Dodgers and the Giants. Lost the start to Pittsburgh at 2-0. His last outing was a relief assignment, his first relief duty of the season. So Larry Jaster, who was 11-5 with the Cardinals last year and beat the Dodgers five times, is being brought on here for the bottom half of the ninth inning. And Jaster is the seventh pitcher used by the St. Louis Cardinals. But the moves, the many moves, have paid off for the Redbirds, and they are carrying a two-run lead going to the last of the ninth inning. At the end of six, they were behind five runs, trailing nine to four. The pitchers of record are Joe Hunter and Bob Shaw. Jerry Grody leads off now against Jaster in the last of the ninth inning. Jerry has reached on a walk. Gone over for three. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. A single game tomorrow afternoon starting at 2 o'clock, and Don Cardwell pitches against Ray Washburn. The Dodgers invade for three all-night battles starting Monday night. This is over. Strike one call. One ball, one strike longest stretch worked by any Cardinal pitcher tonight was the three innings by starter Al Jackson. The same is true for New York. The longest stretch was by Jack Hamilton, the starter. He went three. Fly ball to center field. Dirt flood in about two sets is under it and has it for the odds. Johnson is up with one out and nobody on. Bob came in the game in the fourth inning. Has one hit and three times up. Outside and high, it's ball one. Larry Doster winds down, comes his pitch, and a fastball is over at the letters, one ball and one strike. Left hander winds and pitches, and a blazing fastball in the outside corner. He can throw hard. It's one ball and two strikes. A big night for Orlando Cepeda and the Cardinals. Next pitcher on the way foul ball back toward our television booth. One ball and two strikes to Bob Johnson. This is by far and away the longest ball game of the year for the New York Mets. Game now has been running about three hours and 35 minutes. Mets trying to fight back here in the bottom half of the night. The 1-2 pitch by Jaster, a slow bouncer back toward the mound. McCarver grabs it, throws the first just in time. Very close play at first. The ball was fair going toward the mound, and McCarver caught up with it and takes the cepeda just in time to get Bob Johnson. missed her down to their final out in the ninth inning, trailing by two. The batter is Al Luplo. Al is struck out, reached on a walk, and collected a base hit. One for two. Now the pitcher on the way. Off the outside corner, one ball and no strikes. St. Louis, 11 runs, 16 hits. New York, 9 runs on 11 hits. ball over. One ball, one strike. Good crowd at Shea tonight. Over 30,000 in the stadium and just under 30,000 paid. The paid figure was 29,075. And they saw a wild and woolly battle. Off the outside corner, 2-1 and one to Al Luplo. If Al can get on, Don Cardwell will be coming up as a pinch hitter. He'll be hitting for Bob Shaw. Cardwell has the power. The 2-1 pitch, foul ball back, no play. Don Cardwell, the starting pitcher in the Biles game against Ray Washburn. is was kneeling in the on-deck circle to hit for Bob Shaw. if Loop Low can keep the ball game moving. The count is 2-2 two two on Al Loop Low with two outs and nobody on. Now the 2-2 delivery. And a line drive caught, and the ball game is over as Maxville, in pursuit, beg your pardon, makes the catch for the final out. Luplo hit the ball hard, and the Cardinals have won probably their biggest game of the year. Not once, but twice they storm from behind. In the night, no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Well, this is a tough defeat for the New York Mets. Certainly their most difficult loss of the young season. The Mets took a 4 nothing lead on a grand slam home run by Jack Hamilton. St. Louis came from behind to tie the game 4-4. to Kenny Boyer's double put New York in front 5-4 to in the fifth. Then the Mets got their second four-run inning in the sixth inning with Bluchek and Cainful, each driving two runs in. And they were ahead 9-4 to at the end of the sixth. But then the Cardinals came storming back on the slugging of Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda had a tremendous night—two doubles and a home run. He drove four runs in. Seven different Cardinals drove in at least one run. As the Cardinals, using seven pitchers, collected sixteen bases and twice came from behind, and they win it by a final score of eleven to nine. Hey
1: what you do, just look for the, the building and right Carol's,
0: for the best hamburger at any price. 100% all-beef hamburger, grilled to perfection on an oven-fresh roll. Our customers deserve only the very best. That's why it's always quality first, because Carol's cares. You care a lot for what Carol's got. Carol's is the
1: place to go.